My name is James Rowlands, and I am a lifelong wrestling fan. In 2015, I started a podcast with my friend, Dan White, reviewing the WWE Network and seeing if it's worth the $9.99 a month. It was. And since then, every month, we watch the latest WWE pay-per-views, NXT, and now 205 Live. Still continuing our journey through the network, watching ECW, WCW, and all its classic content. Until we've watched it all, we are with you, and we are the WNR. Yes, hello, I am James Rowlands, and as always, I'm joined by... Dan White. And it is episode 89 today, and it is the Elimination Chamber, Smackdown Zone Elimination Chamber, Dan. Are you looking forward to the event? I am. My favourite wrestlers are appearing in the event, and it's a very interesting and quite a hard card to call. You know, there should be a few surprises, hopefully, down the line. Yes, most definitely. I'd like to talk about the matches as we go along. Of course, the predictions are in place here tonight. The Prediction League, the Pay-Per-View Prediction League, got the envelope in front of us. We're not going to open it yet, because, as always, we're going to kick off with kickoff. Uh. And the first match, Dan, is... Uh, is Mojo Rawley against Kurt Hawkins. Okay, and who we're going to call this on the fly here, seeing as we didn't have this match written down. Who are you going to go for in this one, Dan? I'm going to go for, sorry James, but I'm going to go for the face, Mojo. Uh, at NXT, I went, up, I went against Ty Dillinger, even though he's my man, for the point. So I'm going to agree with you, Dan, and go for that guy as well to hopefully get a point to start off the show. Usually with faces, they're more successful than Hills, aren't they, on, yeah. on kickoffs? Dan, why did you go for him? I went for I'm not, Mojo. I'm not his name. <laughs> I want to build him up, and you know, I've for the life of me can't think why he's just a overgrown kid trying to wrestle. In my opinion, you know, they've they built Kurt Hawkins up as if he was like meant to be the next uh, Chuck Norris. You know, there's only two things that fear death, and Chuck Norris is one of them. Or saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, they tried build him up, but they've just built him up to be a complete pussy. I think, and he's. Yeah, he's made himself into a joke. Well, Kurt Hawkins is, a, like you say, is a nothing character. Uh, was signed back, and if the only reason there to be a jobber, I think there's better people out there than him. You know, I think Kurt Hawkins can go in the ring, but not giving him a chance. And to go against this guy, especially after Zack Ryder's injury, uh, and like you say, they're going to try and build him up. How do you think 2017 will treat each of these guys? Well, you know, when uh, Zack Ryder gets back from injury, I'm sure their hype bros tag team. Will come back to life. That sends a shiver down your spine. Yeah, it does. <laughs> but then you'll be wearing a Mojo T-shirt if you do lose the pay-per-view league. So. Yes. And I've yet to decide what T-shirt you'll be wearing, but it might be this one I'm wearing here, which is the Miz. You never know. <laughs> you know, haters do love me. Kurt Hawkins, oh. I think he's just going to be a glorified jobber before he gets released and goes doing indies and signing autographs around the world. Hawk is not really future. The other guy, I think they are going to uh, try something with him, even though it's going to be horrible. But, I mean, I don't want to really focus on this match because it is just a filler match as it is on kickoff. We're talking about Elimination Chamber, big event. What have you thought of SmackDown recently? I thought it's been brilliant. It's completely been blowing Raw out of the water. I mean, they've come up with new original storylines, you know, resurrecting a few old beefs, but... You know, I think all in run by Shane and Daniel Bryan as well, you know, it's I think their input has helped SmackDown rise to at least level with Raw on the plateau at yeah. the moment. I think overall show, I think SmackDown is better because you get maybe four or five, six, like the go home for Chamber, there's five segments 
and, and it all worked, you know what I mean? You had the fatal four-way match at the start with Corbin, Ambrose, Miz, Styles, which uh, from a really good match. Fucking brilliant match. Yeah, yeah. honestly, yeah, I'm really, really impressed. Yeah. Corbin got the win, of course, and you had the contract signing. I like the fact they did the dual contract signing as well with uh, Lynch and Naomi with Mickey James and Bliss. Uh, and I like the interaction as well with that. Uh, and like I say, SmackDown is enjoyable. Even the main event with Orton and Cena, even though we've seen it a hundred times, it was a good main event, wasn't it? It was a good match and it's kind of opened more doors about Luke Harper and his involvement in the Wyatt family. And it's all leading up to something, whereas Raw, it's just trundling along as it was. Well, most definitely. Uh, you know, like I said, the answers to the questions asked on SmackDown will be answered tonight with Luke Harper, Randy Orton, you know, people that is involved. And also, even you look back to their last pay-per-view, which was TLC, the storylines are still going across as well because you've got Natalia and uh, Nikki Bella still having the problems back from TLC. And AJ Styles still deserves his, his shot, his one-on-one rematch, doesn't he, for the yeah. title at some point. So. Definitely. And, you know, with the Chamber match, there's, well, I'd say probably about four wrestlers in the match that could definitely hold it. And the other two being... Corbin and The Miz, you know, they could still legitimately hold it as well, hold the title. So yeah. whoever they put it on, they could go in a multitude of directions with it. Yeah, and, and another thing as well, great uh, adding to your point, is the fact on SmackDown, it's an even playing field, really. Like, anybody could beat anybody. We talk about the predictions with this. It's like, well, anybody could win the chamber, you'd think. Yeah, yeah. That, that makes sense, yeah. you know. And, and with, like, Harper and Orton and these matches. Whereas on Raw, you know Reigns is normally going to win, don't you? You know, like, the, the main players are set. Uh, Hawkins is in trouble by him. And Hawkins managed to kick out ah, after first, a very close pin. First kick out of the night, not the last. Haw- Hawkins trying to hold on to the apron. Oh, but Kurt Hawkins, referee's back was turned, poked to the throat. Yes! And, uh, yeah, this match is coming to its end, I would say. But we look forward to Elimination Chamber. Lots of little facts. Of course, we are in Phoenix, Arizona for Elimination Chamber. And we see the kickoff panel. We're now young Booker T. And I don't know who the fuck that was, but fuck him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, it looks like Mojo's going to start hyping up. <laughs> oh, God, please don't. Worst comeback in sports. Oh, he's looking groggy, hitting the right hands to Kurt, but... Kurt stops it with a kick to the midsection, goes for a DDT, but Mojo spins out of an Inseguri. Can't take a move properly, you know what I mean? He just still can't. An Inseguri, it looks like he's been hit with a fucking stunner. God, two. But look at the state of him, though. Do you know? Look at the state of these two guys here. It, 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 Mojo is a, is a mess. He's, he's a hot mess. It's it's awful. It's uh, honestly, it's disgusting. And nowadays, in 2017, that someone like that is on the WWE roster. I'm sorry, but I'm going to call it as I see it. But then I'd rather see this on the kickoff and then have a decent card. Oh yeah, and the interesting thing about this now as well, with the time left, there's going to be free women's match on a pay per view, and it's not Raw, it's SmackDown. So to show the depth, not only the women's division, but what it is on SmackDown. Yeah, well, we was calling controversy into it when the split happened i thought all the best talent went to raw smackdown are definitely building themselves up a good women's division i mean naomi she started off as a funkadactyl you know we commented on her nice shoes episode one or two yeah exactly she's yeah you know so we've we've seen the rise of her and you know she's going for the women's title tonight so she can't have been that bad but does she stand a chance 
she does potentially, potentially stand a chance. Yeah, you know, she, Alexa Bliss doesn't look like the kind of, I don't know, you know, the way she beat Becky Lynch, she beat her on hill ways, you know, she couldn't beat her straight one-on-one in a fight. So, yeah, well, you know, if her hill tactics don't pay off tonight. It'll be interesting to see what happens. And uh, Mojo gets a victory, hits him with the hype rider or something. Or uh, I, I, there is no word for that move that he's just Or he done. hits him with a god-awful move, gets the free count, and Mojo wins. We get a point each, which is probably yes. the only good thing about this match. Actually, yeah, what do you think of the match quality, Dan? Uh, the match quality was terrible against two really bad wrestlers. Um, you know, Kurt Hawkins and Mojo both... Yeah, it looked like in the ring that didn't have an idea what they was doing. No, and, and the thing is about it as well, see Mojo still running around in the ring behind the, the kickoff announce team. It is a waste of time. You could have used someone else in this cart match, you know, or someone in the kickoff. And I think they could have done a lot more with it. And if, if you're going to try and entice viewers to either subscribe to the W Network or watch Chamber... Given that match first is not the right thing to do either. You know, you're not going to watch that and go, no. I'm ready for some. Unless you're going, I want some fucking wrestling now. Yeah, yeah that is kickoff. Uh, other notable things of kickoff, we saw Becky Lynch, uh, the Irish last kicker, saying her favourite wrestler was Shawn Michaels. Well, the, no, her, the wrestler she'd most like to team with if she could. Oh, there we go. Now, I didn't the question right. What Dan said. <laughs> <coughs> I don't know what to say, but yeah. Like I say, we are just moments away from the Elimination Chamber live. And now, let's watch the promo. Beauty. It's everywhere. It's the warm glow of our aspirations. But it can also be of steel chain inch and a half thick bulletproof lexan glass tonight I will be w- I will be WWE champion I will be WWE <laughs> champion and I will be WWE and I will go to Wrestlemania Wrestlemania for the main event main event tonight chamber tonight. 36 miles of steel <laughs> tonight six and a half six men Wait, One title. 
So we are live at Elimination Chamber. Dan, what did you think of the opening promo? Well, it wasn't so much uh, a kind of face-to-face off promotion of words. It was just promoting the Elimination Chamber itself, I suppose, you know, and the six men going into it and the one title that's beautiful. Exactly, but we talk about the seventh edition of Elimination Chamber is underway now. It started in 2010. Are you glad to have the Elimination Chamber pay for you back, Dan? I do like Elimination Chamber, but I don't like it if there's too many Elimination Chamber matches up on the same card. Yeah, no. I, you know, I, if they yeah. start off with one and then finish on another, you know, that's all right. But if they've got any more than that, I think it's a bit of a kill. How many Chamber matches do you think have been in the history of WWE? 14. You're close. 20. Twenty of the match tonight. Who has the most wins? Triple H. Triple H does with guess the number three. Oh, four. You four. One out. Um, Orton, Daniel Bryan, CM Punk, Edge, YJ, Cena, all previous winners, of course. John Cena is entering his sixth sixth elimination chamber tonight, and the only other guy in the main event tonight to have an elimination chamber match. Uh, the Miz, the Miz, and he's only had one appearance. So Cena's got all the experience going in. Uh, who has the most appearances at Elimination Chamber? John Cena. No, it is Chris Jericho. Why two chisel? Yeah, and he has ten eliminations as well. So fair play to him. And the first chamber was won by Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels, one of our most favourite matches here on the podcast. Just a couple of little chamber facts that I had there. We will start with the action, and it seems that Becky Lynch is going to kick off the show against. Mickey James, of course, we're seeing the uh, the feud to this. Dan, what have you thought? Luchadora. Yeah, what have you thought of the feud and you know the story behind it? Um, well, it's good to see an old face in Mickey James come back, and she doesn't look like she's aged too much. I mean, she's got a few lines, but you know, the biggest can't be choosers, you know. Yeah, I still want to kick her out of bed, yeah. but I don't know. You know, the her being Alexa Bliss's cheerleader, a helper, or whatever. I'm not too sure, and I think she's. Big enough to have established a name on her own, even yeah. though you know, here women do like to have a manageress or manager in their corner. She had a brilliant match against Oscar, even though she was on the losing side of it, she still poured her heart out. Wasn't quite sure what was going to happen after this, but you know, she went to SmackDown to help boost their roster. And yeah, you know, it's good to see her back. And Becky Lynch, she does need a win under her belt, and she's you know, she needs to get a bit of momentum. She's I think she's definitely the best women's wrestler on SmackDown. Yeah. Uh, you know, that doesn't always need to be rewarded with the title, but she does need to be around there quite close. Yeah. No, I, I definitely agree with Becky Lynch needs to be back in there. Uh, but I think Mickey James has come along, and I think done a really good job as well, because she's come back and said, well, we started this revolution 10 years ago, which is a point she made. You know, six-time women's champion that she is. And I think she's helped... Becky Lynch become more likeable. I think, like you say, Lynch not only the best wrestler, I think the most popular wrestler now on the roster. Yeah. But as we get onto predictions, we've got the envelope in front of us. We so have. in a sealed envelope, so we can't cheat, cheat and or doctor results. it. Yes. See an early show of aggression between these women. I mean, there's been a lot of hostility built up over the build-up to this match. And, you know, it certainly shows with the opening bell. Yeah, it? like I say, Colin and Elway tie up each girl not letting go. And this is good. You want to see the aggression. Like I say, they've, they've been... Mickey James has cost Becky Lynch the title before, as as we know, you know in the build-up to this. And, and there's, there's serious tensions as well. They really don't like each other. And it's good to see uh, this kind of rivalry in women, in women's wrestling. That's something that usually you'd just be fighting in a, do you know what I mean, a, a silly thing. There is actual meaning to it. 
And we talk about predictions. Dan, I have gone for Becky Lynch. Okay, so both got Becky Lynch. Dan, why have you gone for her? Um, you know, Athel mentioned she does need to be in or around the title picture. She is clearly the better wrestler on women's wrestler on SmackDown. Mickey James, I think she's just been brought back a for nostalgia purposes and b to try and help put newer talent over. You know, oh, she's beaten Mickey James a six times women's champion. She must be good. Yeah, but doesn't Mickey do James? I mean, just to play devil's advocate. I mean, I agree with you, but. Mickey James, she kind of needs a victory. Lost on the kick off a rumble in the six ma- in six women match, as it was, uh, not been successful that much. Actually, Mickey James in no. in competition, like I say, it is a victory over Mickey James. But if I right, she needs a couple of wins, but like I say, tonight I think Becky Lynch has got bigger things. You know, with WrestleMania coming up as well, and she's just out wrestled Mickey James there, and just inviting her back in the ring. You know, yeah, well, you know, Mickey James, she's definitely. Brought a bit more life to SmackDown, you know. She's certainly not taking anything away from it. Yeah, you know, it's interesting to see her back in the ring with nowadays women wrestlers. Now they're not being used for just what they look like, per se. Yeah. And, you know, what they can actually do in the ring. And, yeah, she's definitely managing to hold her own. Yeah, but how good was Mickey James back in the day? Like, how would you... If it was Mickey James in her prime now against Becky Lynch, like, where would you compare her to the, the women around now? If I'm being totally honest, I never used to watch women's match. I'd, I'd, fair, I'd yeah. either skip it or, you know, I'd be checking my phone or doing something else during the women's match. It's only been the last three or four years that I've actually started taking note of women's wrestling again. No, that's fair. Like, I mean, Mickey James at the time, when she came in, she had that crazy fucking angle with Trish Stratus about really fancying Trish and, of course, everything that happened there. That's uh, another controversial moment. Yeah, exactly. Which is cut. If you go to the network, you won't see it. On no, no, yeah. Anyway. You've you tried. Check, as I always do. Uh, yeah. To be a six-time champion during that time, people forget the treatment she got because with um, Michelle McCall and I think Layla. What, the Piggy James angle? Exactly, yeah. And, and yeah, the way she left. Bullied. It really was horribly, horribly done by WWE. She's come back now. She is a good wrestler. I don't think she's a great wrestler, but she complimented the Trish Stratuses and the leaders of the time. Do you know what I mean? So it, I, I think it, she was close to being up there. She wasn't, she definitely wasn't in Trish and Lita's league, but she wasn't far behind them. She would be in Charlotte's or maybe just touching Becky Lynch at the moment if she was around in this time. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, with Mickey James, she could go. Of course, the respect for the, the women, of course, it was more difficult 10 years ago with Mickey James. To try around. and take them a bit more seriously. You know, there was just filler matches... I don't think anyone paid any attention to them, not like they do now. I mean, you know, in the past couple of years, we've had probably one of the best women's matches we've ever seen. Um, and the division just keeps going from strength to strength. And, you know, in some retrospects, I prefer some women's wrestling over some men's wrestling. Yeah, yeah. no, I agree. It's the same for me now with watching like UFC and stuff like that. The women's fight, you know, you're actually going to get something good. As opposed to the men, they might muck about a little bit. And it's good to have three matches on a pay-per-view with women. And each match I'm quite looking forward to as well in their own little way. You know, like this one, we've got two kind of grudge matches as it was. At the moment, Mickey James in complete control. She is, yeah, showing off her athleticism. Uh, She's got Becky's arm locked up and she flipped herself over into a crab. Yeah, she caught Lynch on the way when Lynch was making her way back in the ring with the uh, arm breaker and kind of not let go of it yet. Talk about Becky Lynch, though. A bit like maybe Bailey or Oscar maybe on NXT. 
could Lynch be the face of SmackDown? Could, could is that possible to have a not only a female wrestler but Becky Lynch herself be like the, one of the faces? Do you know, like so you have your Dean Ambrose or your AJ Styles, and then Becky Lynch could be there. Do you think it could work? I'm not sure on that just yet. I think she needs better competition in her rosters to be able to, you know, they can elevate each other and then eventually reach the plateau of. For example, being on the cover of a game. Right, yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. Smackdown, like Becky Lynch on the cover of it, you know. it. You know, I could I could definitely see that. And it, like I say, if they, they go that way, then it would make sense because she'd get, Lynch gets a good reaction now. Yeah, but, but they could... wouldn't go for, you know, you know which women they choose. Yeah, I know, yeah, it'll be, it'll be Charlotte. Mark, Mark, you've called it Charlotte now. I bet, I bet it's Charlotte Flair on the cover of WWE 2K, whatever it is this year. I bet, do you know, I, I think that is the earliest shout for that because it, it makes sense, doesn't it? Do that. And at the moment, Mickey James, are you surprised how much control she's had in this match at the moment? Um, I'm not, now because, you know, again, Mickey was a good athlete when she was in it 10 years ago. You know, they need to show Becky getting beaten up and showing what Becky can take as well as what she can deliver, deliver nowadays. Yeah, you've got to feel sorry for the, the good guys as well, haven't you? You know, it's, it's... it's you know it's what they do in Arrow or Flash. You know, they <laughs> yeah. see Barry Allen get beat down and, you know, eventually overcomes his adversary and it triumphs. This is the thing, and he uses his brains or, or the people who got around him to help him out and get it done. And this is a problem with, with Sma- uh, not Smackdown, it's a problem with wrestling at the moment with the faces, is that they seem to be upset by doing that. He can't really give a face like a clean victory now, you know, because it's, it's just not the, the thing to do anymore. And it's like, well, no, you, sometimes you want the guy, it's like when Ziggler was a face, he never got, you delivered a victory, the fans would start believing in him. And that's like, if Flash kept yeah. losing every fucking week and then he went up against the bad guy in the end and then lost again, you'd yeah. be like, well, fuck this man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, I don't know you're the fastest man alive, but. And it's the same with Becky Lynch. The journey, <laughs> the journey for Becky should be, I want to be women's champion again. Mickey James wronged me, take her out and go after whoever the champion is. You know, They've got this. to have ambitions in mind. They yeah. can't just be coming in. I know there is some circumstances like when the shield come in they're just you know there was just yeah. destruction they should have kept on that path i believe but you know they sold out <laughs> but anyway enough of that and yeah becky lynch has managed to get her way back into this match and reverse the lovely move on mickey james managed to get the two count two yeah hit a uh, beautiful t-bone suplex there by becky lynch you see her making a comeback with a calf kicks as well and uh, with lynch it's not only a fiery red hair at the moment is it she's trying to get back into this now Cause feeling the arm, like say, Mickey James, a veteran. Mickey James nipping up there, showing she's definitely still got it. <laughs> yeah, she has. She has got it. Mickey James now going to go to the top high risk move, maybe mistake. High reward maneuver though. Well, yeah, so you're right about that. She now she's the top, blowing everybody a kiss. Oh, and that's it, Scott Lynch. Oh, was that like a seat drop straight onto Becky's chest? Yeah, seated center on right the way down, and a kick out. Oh. Lynch somehow managing to hang on to this. And Mickey James, like we talk about, well, like I talk about every fucking match, don't get too overconfident, Mickey. You might think you got this one, but Becky Lynch will not be done by. And again, getting thrown into the corner post. Well, it's very clever from Mickey. I mean, Becky can't put the disarmor on without her arm. That is true, but she manages to reverse that. Well, like a drop kick to Mickey James. Now Lynch to the top. Seated drop kick there. Beautiful. Sent Mickey James halfway across the ring. Can she get the cover? And Mickey Jones got out of that weird. She kind of bridged her way out of it, didn't she? Yeah. 
But then again, like we say with Mickey James, she knows what she's doing. Is Becky Lynch because she'd be getting frustrated now? You know, the arms probably not got a lot left in it as well. Uh, she's got a dead arm. She's trying to beat Mickey with one arm basically, and she's hard enough with two. Going for a pump handled slam, but walks into a spinning heel kick from Mickey James, takes Becky Lynch down. Oh my god! Um, Mickey's won a few women's championships with that, and oh, Lynch was underneath the rope, saved her. Yeah, <laughs> well, trying to go for the cover now. Ooh. Oh, had to drag her to the middle of the ring. That's giving Becky a bit of time to recover. And that's what she needed. And you can see the uh, elbow of Mickey James busted open as well. But yeah, beautiful kick. She didn't even know which elbow it was. Yeah. She goes looking at one. Oh, there's a blood. <laughs> and now she's going with a forearm. She's got that crazy look on her face. We've all seen this look before. Means trouble for Becky. We're inviting Becky to get up now. Is she uh, going to finish this? This could be the end now. Becky struggling to get to her feet. What's James got planned? Oh, DDT time, is it? Oh, Becky flips her over. Straight for the armbar. Oh, but Mickey James had it scouted. Rolls through. Becky with the pin, though. Oh, oh she gets the victory with a roll-up. Well, I d- we talk about uh, Mickey James... Needing a, a, a victory. She lost here tonight, but like you say, out of nowhere. But yeah, you know, this it's definitely going to leave things open between these two. And I'm sure there's Mickey James is going to want a bit of retribution for this loss. Yeah. And interestingly enough, Becky Lynch didn't get the disarmer at all during that match. But like you say, caught out Mickey James. Maybe a little bit overconfident. You can see the shock look on her face. Most definitely, yeah. And I think it's going to continue now, you know, with uh, Mickey James and Becky Lynch. We're interested to see what we do. And, oh, look who's up in the director's box watching it. James Ellsworth. Well, we just seen Mickey James, and now we're seeing James Ellsworth. The Jameses are taking over. And he's with with, uh, Carmella. He is a complete moron, though. Why the fuck have they got him? Because he's in love with Carmella. Look how happily she are. does like hanging around with complete cocks, doesn't she? she I mean, Enzo really and does. Big Cass going on to James Ellsworth. I know it's a step up from them two pair of twats, but still. I call it, she turns her back in Ellsworth's eyes with Mojo Rawley. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Job and done. then ends up with Kurt Hawkins. <laughs> yeah, yeah then it's just, there we go. Um, no, what did you think of the, the Becky Lynch? This is Yap you called fucking shit a couple of weeks ago. Now you've got it. It's the best thing in the world. Uh, what did you think of the Becky Lynch versus Mickey James match? It was quite a good match. There was a lot of back and forth. I'm not too sure on the ending. I think it kind of fell apart a bit there. Yeah, you know, it was. It told a good story. I mentioned going into the match when they first locked up. You know, you could see the agreement. there was heated rivalry between these two women. So you know, they're definitely telling a story. The back and forth was good. Mickey James working down. Um, her opponent's arm, Becky Lynch. Uh, you know, she couldn't get the disarmor on, so she had to roll her up and, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't a bad opener. Like, I think that it's not closed yet on these two girls, but to start off uh, the show with this, you know, the first proper match we've seen, let's be fair, uh, not bad. And with points with that, we both get another point because we went the same. Woo! So now it is two points all. As we go to our next match, which looks like it is... Apollo Crews and Kalisto going against Dolph Ziggler. Well, what a weird match this is, Dan. I mean, should we... Should, just, sorry, before I, I move on to you, I was just talking about faces in WWE, and here we have two good guys going against the hill in a match. How, how does that work at all? You know, what's your thoughts on it? Yeah, it is, it is a bit of a weird situation. I mean, you know, is this trying to show off Ziggler to be a cocky hill? Because 
when he when he was Hill before, you know, when he had Vicky Guerrero on his side, he was very cocky. Yeah, um, well, he's, he's a show off, isn't he? You yeah, know, that's what you, yeah. But it's a very unusual situation, though, to have two faces. But as we say that, Kalisto's on his way out <laughs> making his entrance. <laughs> Dolph Ziggler picks him up from behind, not letting him make his entrance, and throws him against the screen behind. Well, there we go. That's a little bit of a surprise, but they broke it. I was going to say the the, the faults of the feud really has been Ziggler attacking uh, Kalisto with Cruz coming out to help him. But Brian's got to put the hill in a good situation, a uh, bad situation. But what he just done with Kalisto Brian. there? Yeah, Daniel Bryan put oh, Ziggler yeah. in a match with. Oh yeah, sorry, yeah, with these two. Uh, but this is the thing, and now Ziggler's seen to got that cocky side, which works well for him. He's taken out Kalisto. Uh, predictions for this, Dan? Who have you gone for? I have gone. I've gone for AC and Kalisto. James Cruz and Kalisto. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what is your What is your reasoning for going? As the match started, now Cruz has come out and started big on Ziggler. Why have you gone for Cruz and Kalisto in this one? Um, I think the numbers are going to overcome Ziggler, and I think he's. Probably going to section it off, maybe get a one-on-one match of each of them later on down the date. But, yeah, I think it's just Ziggler biting off more than he can chew. Two faces, a well-earned boost, a well-needed boost, shall I say. Yeah. Ziggler's profile's high enough at the moment, I think. So, yeah, definitely give it to the faces. Well, this is the thing. This is why I was I was close to going with Ziggler. But then I thought, why would you castrate two baby faces with the, what they did with Kalisto and Apollo Crews? You know, what? why completely ruin what they're doing especially in a two-on-one match where it doesn't favor the hill so the fans should be behind Ziggler in, in a weird way i don't know why they've done it oh, no and it's cruz's first appearance i think uh on pay-per-view maybe since money in the bank against sheamus unless he's been in a kickoff somewhere yeah, oh. he's probably not been around yeah it, honestly they, i don't know what to do with cruz but they brought him back now uh and to fight ziggler and Ziggler now with a net break on Cruz, and he seems to be in control of this at the moment. With the 205 Live, I mean, you had TJ Perkins, who was a super face. And, you know, I think there was enough faces and heels throughout the 205 Live roster to have to put Kalisto in there as well. I mean, Kalisto was uh, US champion for a while. Yeah, no, I suppose you're right about that. But I still wouldn't mind seeing a Kalisto versus Neville match. You know, I think oh, that, yeah, I mean, yeah that, that'd, that'd be a brilliant match. Yeah, that'd be quite cool. But Kalisto, not even in this match at the moment. And Ziggler's got the headlock on, one of his favourite moves as a heel. Working a rest hold. Do you think it, it suits, if we talked about it, do you think it suits Ziggler more as a heel than it does being a good guy? Definitely. Even his Twitter handle, at Hill Ziggler's <laughs> appropriate now. It's like when he's a face, it's like, yeah, really? Uh, do you think Ziggler will have a good 2017? He should do. I'd like to see him have a good 2017. I mean, you know, it's... You've seen him build up the last end of last year. He was a bit disappointed about not getting anywhere. Finally turns a corner by beating The Miz only to turn hill. It's yeah. Like, well, you finally accomplish what you want to. But then, you know, I suppose he told his story as the face. He'd done what he wanted to do, accomplished what he wanted to do. And now he's like, well, you know, I better run as a hill, so I might as well go for that. Yeah, I don't think he's going to get any higher up, really, in the card as a as a hill now. Anyway, I don't think the I think the WWE title is beyond his grasp. But as a mid card, you know, younger guys like Kalisto or Cruz, even though you're not really helping out Cruz at the moment because you've been beating him down for the past five minutes or so. But 
hey, we've still got hope. With, hey, there's still hope for Cruz. I mean, I, I called Cruz one of the guys to watch, you know, wants to watch in, I think, 2015, 2016. When we saw him live. And when we saw him live, yeah, exactly, Uha Nation. And it's just so exciting. It's kind of, yes, he might be missing a little bit of personality, but they've just not really done anything with him, you know. And new, new era Bobby Lashley, I think. Even that, at least Lashley had some fucking storylines. You know what? What's Cruz had? You know yeah. he's not had. He's not been given anything really. He had that feud with Sheamus, like we talk about, and then since then, he's coming out now to help Kalisto. You know, yeah. he, he's basically the Mark Henry of his time without any. Oh, but Dolph Ziggler, back with a side headlock. He's showing his resting. You see, showing how to work down Cruz. Kelly Sony did get thrown into a big TV screen, so why he's been down for the past 10 minutes, it's beyond me. I mean, people get thrown into the barricades and they're up five minutes later. At the moment, no sign of Kalisto, but Cruz making a comeback of his own. And if he could get victory over Ziggler tonight, it would do good for him, of course. It would give him a good push, yeah. It would be. And Ziggler going for net breaker. Oh. oh, and a kick to the midsection. This could be the turning point Cruz needs. Misses with a big knee, though. Gets caught with a swing and neck breaker and it's advantage Ziggler again. Just like that, Cruz looked like, yeah, he had a little bit of advantage, but Ziggler down. And what's Cruz looking for? Can he stay back up? Yes. Limping his way to the ring. Limperado. <laughs> Limpsterado. <laughs> and Kalisto making his way down slowly. I wonder what Cruz was looking at. But Kalisto, a tough son of a gun. But if he gets it here, he could make a mistake. But the referee's begging him to go back. Look, he says, you're not fit to wrestle this match. You got thrown into a TV screen. Do you know internal bru- bruising or something? Well, I think he's definitely got internal bruising and bleeding here. Kalisto, I mean, he's also lost the bottom half of his trunks as well, which doesn't help. <coughs> oh, Ziggler maybe getting distracted, got hit by an insecurity by Cruz. And now can he tag in Kalista? I don't know who's going to be the healthier of the partners. Is it one on tag then? Yeah. Oh, I suppose it's not too hard on Ziggler. Yeah, but still, one on tag, one of faces. You know, we don't need a two-on-one advantage. Kalisto limping his way to the ring, but managed to quickly recover. <laughs> and he's <laughs> springboarded his way back into the ring and just delivered like a seated sent on to the back of Ziggler's head. Well, he's alive. Kalisto's alive. Oh, was he just drawing him in though? No, he's doing a handspring... You know. Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, oh my back. Oh, oh my back hurts. Oh, yeah, hands big Pele kick. Oh, shit. Oh, thank. And now Cruz is starting to recover. It definitely could be advanced. Oh, going for the Salida del Sol. Oh, gets pushed off into the corner lane, but a blind tag. Oh, backflips his way out of a hit. Oh, Cruz has got him up. Oh. Boom. Hits him with his finisher. And there you go. Cruz wins with Kalisto. Ziggler gets put down in quite quick time. Really, really odd. I don't know what you think about that. Yeah. Uh, no, you know, it's it's a bit weird. You know, there was a kind of distraction tactic, but Dolph started off the cheating early on. So, you know, but yeah, you know, it was a bit of a re- weird win. I think it's definitely left things open between the two. Going to say that he was like, you know, blindsided by the two or cheated? Well, yeah, or is he going to have a problem with like Daniel Bryan or Shane McMahon for being put in a situation like this? Or like you say, is it just a question of biting off more than he could chew, you know, trying to show off too much? But one thing we could be glad about is that the match is finished now. Most definitely, yeah. It, it was a bit of a terrible one on tag and the tag being faces, but Kalisto oh. Oh, going to celebrate, gets his legs swept from underneath him, sends him crashing to the mat below. Cruz scurries out of the ring, chasing Dolph. Oh, Ziggler's brought a chair into play low as well. Oh, draws him into the ring, gets hit with a big knee. 
And Ziggler's stomping a mallow in crows. And let's see how the fans are reacting to this. The fans are loving it. <laughs> well, they're cheering Ziggler at the moment. And if you're not, you know, you're not keeping score at home, that's a bad thing. Oh, my God. What's Ziggler doing now? Oh, he's tying Crow's leg up in the chair. You're going to break his damn ankle, Ziggler. What are you snap doing? snap it. Ziggler away with the forearms. The referee begging with him not to do it. You can't do it. You can't do it. Don't, Dolph. It'll change everything. You're battling this, Dolph. The fans are urging him on, though, to do it. They want <laughs> him to. Oh, fuck it. Do it, Dolph. Go oh, on, I'll Dolph. break oh! it. Oh! I heard the snap from here, James. I, I did. It's sickening. Sickening sound there. And Cruz has had his ankle broken here. I, I, I can't believe it. Sickening. Sickening is one word for it. Oh, my God. Legs shouldn't point that way. And oh, not again, not Dolph. finished. You're going to put him in a... You're not going to put him in the hospital. You're going to put him in a crematorium. You can't break his foot twice. He broke his foot twice. <laughs> Imagine that. I broke your foot twice. He broke it, waited for it to heal, and then broke it again. And where... Oh, Kaliso's been taken out of me, thrown to the apron, thrown into the fucking... Uh, stage as well and a thank you Ziggler chant as he again comes crashing down and it hurts Cruz inside that chair on the ankle unbelievable Dan uh, but luckily like we say it is no more Ziggler even though he lost the match gets some retribution Don't he lost he... the battle but he's certainly winning the war exactly and look at him smirking no he's just got a grin on his face and he's walking away victory and so far we are both perfect at the moment three each as we carry on. But I want the standard of wrestling to improve a little bit at the moment. Uh, I want to see a good match. I know the main event should be good. But I'm hoping something else tickles our fancy as we carry on. So the next match is going to be the tag team turmoil match. Oh, well. Well, we've got a lot of teams down. What are the teams involved in this one? <coughs> uh, the teams are American Alpha. Going against Rhino and Heath Slater. Breezango, the Usos, the Ascension, and the Vaudevillians. So we're going to see basically all the teams that are on SmackDown here tonight. What do you think about these tag teams at the moment? You know, we just talked about the list of them. Do you think there's strength in depth for the SmackDown tag team division? There's probably about two or three teams in there that could potentially hold the titles. And coming out now definitely isn't one of them. Yes, they are. Breezango, Tyler Breeze, one of the most underrated talents in WWE, along with Fandango. Are you still... Even though he's Tyler dressed Breeze. like one of the fucking YMCA, Look. still carrying that stupid fucking selfie stick, and yet he's hanging around with some fucking bellend who's only famous for his fucking music. That's Fandango. We don't see enough of these guys on pay-per-view as well. It's great to have a chance here tonight, and they should be in a position Mojo Rawley is, because Mojo Rawley doesn't deserve it, Enzo Mori doesn't deserve it, Big Cass doesn't deserve it, people like Tyler Breeze who busted their I'd ass. I'd rather see the hype bros than Breeze Angle well, in this match. Asshole, that's what you are. And that goes against everything I've said about Mojo yeah, Rawley. Yeah, everything. And we talk about it, it was originally scheduled to be Zack Ryder and Mojo versus American Alpha, but thank goodness of Zack Ryder's injury, they couldn't compete in this match, so we were having this tag team turmoil. So who are the biggest threat to American Alpha's tag team titles then? Uh, I reckon the Usos. Personally, in my heart of hearts, I'd like it to be the Vaud Villains, but, you know, since they've done me a favour in injured Enzo, they've not really been given the push they deserve. Slater and Rhino, what have you thought of them as a tag team? What's the future hold for each man? Um, the crowd certainly love... Slater and Rhino, I think Slater, he's, you know, he's been moved from pillar to post, not really found his feet and always stayed around the mid-card. You know, he's fairly underrated. He's quite a good athlete. He's more of a character than a wrestler now, though, I think. 
Yeah. Uh, and Rhino, he's a living hardcore legend. I think he's calmed down a notch or two yeah. since his heyday, but, yeah. you know, he's... Yeah, he's not the man beast anymore. He's more the wide man. I called him winning the title. Are they overdue a heel turn? Do you think Rhino should turn on Slater and maybe give Slater a chance in that kind of mid-card setting? I don't know, because again, it's, you know, far too sacked. He's hardly going to match up to the likes of Dean Ambrose, who's current champion. Yeah, but if you do it like kind of not like comparing Slater, do it that way of trying to, you know, prove your worth in, in there. Uh, I think he's been put down as too much of a comedy character to be able to pull a Zane. Yeah, well, this is quite a comedy match at the moment, if you think about Slater and Rhino versus Breezango, as it was. But, you know, Tyler Breeze and Fandango have been given this gimmick and they're trying to make it work, you know. They're not going to get on the show otherwise. There's nothing else... They can do it at the moment. They're getting the least amount of time out of everybody. I think it is, is unfair at the moment. But Tyler Breeze has taken over in this match and he's got Rhino in a world of trouble. We've got new tag team champions here. Oh, oh but Rhino just runs straight through Tyler Breeze and you're not going to run for a wall desk, skinny man. Uh, well, Rhino's breakfast was the size of Tyler Breeze. So, I mean, that is something they have in common. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now that Rhino and Slate are going to double team Tyler. Oh, but nice tag team in there. Fandango taking down Slater. Yeah, blind tag there by Fandango. No, no, it's Fandango. <laughs> you gotta, you got to have the Sorry. right. Yeah. But yeah, being fashion police in the world of wrestling, I mean, you know, there's not really a height of fashion in the WWE. I mean, it's all tight trunks and, you know, mainly spandex. Yeah, but I mean, the... Breezango pull it off well, you know, being the fashion police. At least they're bringing the style here. And a nice double team move there on Slater, hung up on the second rope. Nice dual kicks. Working well together. You can't say they're So not. are you saying that they're the height of fashion? Uh, like you said, WWE's not very fashionable, is it? So, yes, they are. Who I else? think the referee's the most fashionable person in the match at the moment. Apart from Miz and Maurice, because they're the height of fashion, of course, you've got to think uh, it is Fandango... And Tyler Breeze. Mick Foley dresses better than them clowns. <laughs> well, it's interesting you mentioned Foley because we'll be uh, watching Holy Foley in our network roundup. No, now's not the time. Oh, look at this. Giving Slater tickets, you see. It's not fashionable enough. Yes, but gloating gets you rolled up and nearly pinned. Oh, too close to the ropes, though. Oh, fuck. Gets hit with a lariat, but Rhino's in. Big clothesline to Tyler. Yeah, but Rhino's not the legal guy, though, is he? So... Distracted Tyler referee. Tyler wasn't legal. <laughs> Fandango. Oh, getting distracted. Ty- Fandango getting rolled up. Oh. oh. Tags in Rhino. God. <sighs> Rhino's hungry. Oh, Fandango trying to pin Slater. He did have him there, but unfortunately he's not the legal guy. Behind you, Fandango. Boom. <laughs> Fandango gets scored. One, two, three. Well... Breezango went. Next up is Aiden English and Simon Gotch, the Vaud Villains. Uh, here they come, and we just say Breezango weren't my pick either. Vaud Villains coming out. You like the Vaud Villains? Are they your pick for this match, Dan? Um, No, they're not. Well, they're double. Oh, fucking hell. Aiden English, Irish whipping Rhino right into the barricade. Oh, Heath Slater with a big crossbody off the top, taking out both Vaud Villains, though. Match hasn't even started yet. Slate is throwing the wrong man in the ring. <laughs> no, he, uh, Rhino's the legal man. He's trying to throw him in so he can get a tag. All right, calm down. Well, Tags himself in. Thank you. Slate and Rhino's biggest fans, and Volvillians might be in a bit of trouble, but uh, I think they need to get back on their NXT ways, get back to their old style English wrestling, and, you know, I know they're not but English, they but, d- well, one of them's English. So. <laughs> yeah. 
Do they deserve a chance to be up a card? I mean, have you seen anything since they've been on the main roster that um, indicate why not? I think they need to pull off a few better matches. But, you know, if they do win the titles here at this tag team turmoil, then they can go on to have better matches and prove themselves worthy of the title. A bit like with Fandango and Tyler Breeze, if they had a bit more time, like the Wolverines had a bit more time, be treated a little bit, you know, better maybe. Yeah, but... Simon Gotch and Aidan English don't have bits of paper stuffed in their trousers that they serve yeah, to the no, other people, yeah, thus resulting yes. in them potentially losing the match. I they agree wrestle. With you. Yeah, that's silly. Properly. Yeah, they're nineteen twenties vaudevillians that come they out. They didn't come out with a. Fu- <laughs> they didn't come out. Simon Gotch, they just got gored. But Aidan English was a legal man, and he's <laughs> oh. just been DDT'd by <laughs> Slater. Well, our argument free. Was longer than the Wolverines been in the match. <laughs> there you go. Breezango lasted longer. Next up, the Usos. And this is a team, like we say, the biggest threat to American Alpha. We're not out yet. It's been a, a good advantage for them. And they're going to come out here and maybe Slate when Rhino's time is done. Did you pick them to win Tag Team Turmoil, Dan? Uh, I didn't know. No, and I didn't either, the Usos. But new look. Does the new look suit the Usos, Dan? They've not really got the heat they should have. When they got the, uh, the hill turn. Yeah. They started off with the turn and then they've not really gone anywhere from it. No, they should have won, like I say, should have won tag team titles. Instead, they went the white family way, didn't they? And now the kind of colourful Usos that came out with the entrance, the way they did. Now we've got a couple of uh, just look like street fighting dudes, really. You know, members of the uh, Los Bariquas, if you would. But, you know, see what Jimmy and Jay can do. It's been a long time. Since they've been, again, with these teams, long time since they've been on pay-per-view for a few of them as well. I mean, American Alpha didn't even defend the tag team titles last month at Rumble, did they? So, yeah. it's a chance to show maybe what they can do. Rhino being worked on now by Jimmy or... But is this working more into American Alpha's hands? I mean, you know, by my count, there's only the Ascension to come out. And if these two teams are going to wear themselves down. It's playing them right into American Alpha's hands to retain them. Yeah, exactly. And they don't have to do much work with that. You see what Slater is. Now he gets a tag in. Oh, up top with a big fist. And Heath Slater's been on fire. I mean, you know, this could be the third team that him and Rhino have put out. Definitely on a roll since losing the titles. Oh, and Jay with a big smiling drop there as well. Kind of pin, but Slater, Rhino managing to save it for him. And now Jimmy gets a blind tag in. Slater going for the pin, a bit like earlier. Well, we'll see what happens now. Like you say, the Usos just putting out uh, Slater Rhino. Oh, and like you said, face versus Hill, and it is the American Alpha getting a good draw. Well, they've certainly got the pick of the draw. I mean, if American Alpha put out those, then yeah. all that's left is the Ascension. You would think maybe that American Alpha, such a great team, should have started at the beginning. But here we go. Jimmy and Jay, though, coming out to greet the champions. Well, yeah. Jordan and Gable, they want to prove they're fighting champions and they've started a brawl here around ringside. Not back in the ring yet, but American Alpha, you're picked to win this match, Dan? Uh, yes, they are. Uh, yes. And uh, why <laughs> are they? Well, you know, they've they've come too far not to, really. Prove themselves to be a great tag team and I think it'd be silly to cut them off just as they're building steam. I reckon they definitely deserve to go to WrestleMania as champions. Uh, yeah, I completely agree with you there. As uh, Gable, can he get the pin now? On Jay. Oh. Coming off the top there with a big cross body, but only getting the two. Two. And like I said, we saw them getting back in the ring as well when Gable and Jordan hitting double Germans on the Usos. And then Jordan clotheslining Jimmy over the top. And now it looks like Gable and Jordan are going to try and wear down the Usos. But referee didn't see that tag there. Oh, and Jimmy with a 
kick to the back of Gable's head. Oh, Jay, nice uppercut. Now he's going to take his get try and get his breath back. Like you say, American Alpha, nice and fresh, and they are my pick to win the match as well. Why is that, James? They haven't been really defended their title yet, have they? They, know, they, no. need, they need a defence to mean lose them. They beat the Whites, fair enough, but then afterwards it was been nothing, and they're a good team, and they, they need to have good matches, as Usos are taking over now. Oh, come off top there with Jimmy flying off the top with a big elbow as Gable was draped over Jay's knee. Only getting a two count, though. Two. And now the Usos need to wear down... American Alpha to get the win for this. But what have you thought of uh, Alpha's title reign? Uh, yeah, it's not really gathered any steam yet. You know, it's like, it's not even started, I don't think. No, it, honestly, they've done nothing with it, have they? They've not even really featured that much on SmackDown. No. <laughs> no, it's been really quiet on the front. You know, maybe one of them's been injured or what have you. Because they didn't even appear at Rumble, did they? They weren't even in the Rumble no. match. No, they had, they had nothing <laughs> to do with it. There were, there were three kickoff matches they weren't involved, so... This is the first time we're seeing them. And how long have they been champ? They've been champion since December. So, so a good two, two and a half. Two months, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is their first defence. Yeah. I mean, uh, Orton and Bray won the tag titles at TLC. And yeah. lost them just we get American Alpha just you know soon afterwards. And then since then, like we've seen, not a lot really. But in this match, the Usos wearing down Gable. And I tell you something about Jordan, though. Credit to him. Gets a great hot tag in as well, doesn't he? Well, they've kind of turned it into just a normal tag team match, now, haven't they? You know, we've had yeah. we've had three teams go. We've got one left, but at the moment the pace is kind of slowed, and we kind of get the normal match, like I say. But do you think like it makes entrance? It was the Usos, and then it was American Alpha. It makes the three teams before them quite redundant. Yeah, you know, or it, the two teams. It is just filler, isn't it? In the end, you'd thought with American Alpha they wanted to uh, maybe it worked better if it was a. Maybe not on Raw, but kind of the Hill Authority saying, right, you start first, you think you're so good, defend your titles, yeah. as opposed to coming in, you know, full fat six teams. So, yeah, I think you're right about that. But can Gable make a comeback? That's what we want to know now. Oh, sliding between Jimmy's legs. Trying to go for the tag, but getting cut off last second. Oh, nearly reach. there. Fingertips. Stop waving your arm around, you twat. <laughs> Jordan's like, oh, come on. His hand's there and he's going <laughs> yeah. around it. Oh, and a big double clothesline there as well. Beautifully done. And now Jordan trying to get the crowd behind him as well. Teams. Oh, gets a hot tag to Jordan. But Here we go. Jay gets tagged in. See, beautiful by Jordan there. Drop kick. And now he's got... Oh, oh big back hell. body drop there to Jimmy. Jay going for the clothesline, getting ducked. Belly to belly for him. <laughs> well, straps are down. He means business now. Got the tag. He's got him in the uh, electric chair. Oh, but Jimmy, uh, Jay rolling through. Pin. He's not legal man, though. Gable's a legal man. Rolls up Jimmy. Uh, rolls up Jay. Gets the victory. Go. Oh. <laughs> One <laughs> more team. Yeah, Usos are eliminated. Oh, and Jay, after getting pinned with a super kick to Gable, and now double teaming Jordan. I hope the Usos are happy with what they've done. They've lost tonight. And now they're making fucking hell. Dragging Gable out the ring <laughs> by his hair. <laughs> yeah. Face first, landing, yeah, making Jordan and Gable pay for this. Well, we could have new tag team champions. The Ascension are in a prime position here. I think Uso's doing them a favour. I don't know if they realise it or not. And they're still not finished with Gable. Thrown into the stairs there. But Gable, I think it was head first. Double teamed by the Usos. Oh, and Jordan thrown back in the ring and a flash there 
by Jimmy. And I think that might have broke a couple of ribs there. Look at Gabe on the outside out of it. Jordan. American Alpha are out, are they? Usos have done a number on American Alpha as we rate the last team, which is... The Ascension. Yeah, Connor and Victor, former NXT Tag Team Champions themselves. Pushing their way through the Usos. Can the Ascension do it? Can they become SmackDown Tag Team Champions? Well, it is pretty much laid out on a plate for them, and they certainly need the rise. This is the first of three title matches here tonight. Could the first one... The gold change hands. Runs through, goes for the cover. One. Oh, Gable in to save the title, so. <laughs> oh, Gable, well done, but he just ran into Connor. That's a hellacious double team move by the Ascension. And now Gable dumped to the top right, thrown outside. And now Connor tags in Victor. And now just going to stomp on Jordan until I guess he's nothing but pulp. It's and a bit like venom in his face paint there. Yeah, you see the, like I say, Victor's face paint, the way he stood. On Jordan there as well. I ascension to just finish, try and finish this again. Do you know what I mean? It shouldn't try and turn it to tag team match. This should be like a money in the bank cashing. Do you know what I mean? Just like it is right. pretty much. Ooh. Jordan not going down like that and managing to kick out. Ah, Connor throwing Jason Jordan into Victor's huge knee there, and Jordan right at the last second, like I say, a great kick out. Ooh. How much more can he take? Well, they've only been out here for two tag teams. Fucking imagine what they're like if they're out here. I suppose that answers our question. <laughs> There's no time to taunt Victor. This could be Ascension's biggest moment. This could be their Ascension on the SmackDown tag team division. Oh, Gable's managed to recover, though. Can he get a hot tag in? Oh, Jordan's moved out the way of Victor. Oh! Belly-to-belly belly release. Sends Victor halfway across the ring. Now, Jordan down, Victor down. Who can get the tag first? Or can Victor stop Jordan? Or oh, there wasn't even a tag there. Connor just ran in. J- Jordan manages to get the tag to Gable. He gets pulled off the map by Connor. Oh, delivers their finisher to Victor. <laughs> and that's it. Grand amplitude. Wow. American Alpha retain the titles. Just that, uh, imagine pull it out of the bag. But like you say... Jordan, but like American footballers dodging Connor out of the way, getting the tag to Gable. American Alpha, Grand Amplitude. So they hit the Grand ampli- Amplitude. For the victory, beating the Ascension. And like I say, after that, we both get a point each. Where's predictions? There you go. And it's four each. But what did you think of the, the whole match, Dan? Perfect four each at the moment. Perfect four each. The way it played out in the end, like I say, from the Usos beat down to the Ascension. I think, no offence to the Ascension, if it had been a better tag team coming out, they would have got the job done on American Alpha. Yeah. But it, it, again, it shows toughness, and it's good to see them defending their titles as we move along. Proper how many people on commentary? Tom Phillips, JBL, Mario Ranallo, and David Utunga. Four people. Are you sure that's enough? I hate SmackDown because of four. They don't need four people, do they, on commentary? They, they definitely don't know. So the next match is Nikki Bella versus Natalia. Let's have a look at the promo. Speaking of the captain, here comes the fearless one. Where is she, Morrow? Someone hit me from behind. I don't know. I didn't well, see. Who attacked Nikki Bella? I know who did it. It was Natalia. I was not the one who attacked you. Talia has been bragging to me nonstop. She's a liar. She's jealous. Envious. You are a little snitch. You're the one that attacked me? All right. I did it, you bitch. I 
have always despised you. You got the magazine covers. You got a walk red carpet. The Total Divas spinoff that should have been me. I am Natalia Neidhart. I am wrestling royalty. You are a nothing. Everything you have, you've gotten because of how you look. You use your sex appeal to get what you want. Let me tell you one thing. Beauty fades. And when your beauty fades, John is going to leave you. And when he does, you are going to die alone. I'm not ashamed of who I am. I became the longest reigning Divas champion by working my tail off every single night. And it wasn't because of my looks, it was because of my determination. I don't despise you. I feel bad for you. You used to have so much respect around here. But and your family's reputation. The only reason you have anything is because of John Cena. You, you are gonna be on the show. Oh. The natty that I knew and loved is dead to me. What did you think of the promo? Well, I tell you something, Dan. Out of all the matches we've seen so far, this has got the most hatred intensity to it. We saw a video, of course, that well, say Nikki Bennett's just about her sex appeal and marrying John Cena, and saying as well that once. She loses her looks. John Cena's going to leave her. She'll die alone. And, and Nikki's saying that you're just using your family name, the Hart family name, to get where you are. And honestly... They both have relevant points. They really do. Like, I, I thought Nikki Bella was talentless from the day one. But she is the longest reigning Divas champion. She has worked hard. And Natalia Strackway oh. saying, you can't see me to Nikki. Oh. Big slap round the face. There we go. Intense start. Got us down straight away with a side headlock. Uh, who have you got? Oh, nice head scissors reverse trying to get out of it. Natalia back down. So, Dan, who have you gone for in predictions for this one? I have gone for Nikki Bella. Oh, very interesting. Why? I think she needs a bit of momentum going in. You know, it's, it's her retirement tour and, you know, she needs a bit of momentum going into her retirement tour. And Natty, she's, you know, I think she's on the way down on her career peak in WWE. So, you know... Losing out to someone who's also on the way out is not going to harm her too much. Yeah, you don't you don't see the winner of this being the number one contender to the women's title. You saw more of the Mickey James Lynch match kind of being more as well. I mean, that's why I agree with you. you know, with the way these two are going at the moment, like you say, Nikki's coming to an end, and Natalia. I think she can have a good match, but I think they're just they're gonna a bit like Dolph. She's the woman. She's a women Dolph Ziggler, maybe a little bit less talented. Of she won't get any further. Than, she will never be women's champion, but she could be a good mid carder who could feud with them all. Yeah, but well, is Nikki Bella riding on the back of John Cena? This was Natalia's point, you know, saying that you know thanks to John Cena you got where you have. Where well, it might be like you say a relevant point, and that's why in this match I've gone for uh, Nikki Bella. Maybe if they have like a, I'm a bit surprised, you know, no disqualification so they can really get brawling. Do you know what I mean? But at the moment, it's more wrestling, isn't it? 
Isn't um, it? Yeah, you know, there's there's been quite a good exchange between the two. I mean, you know, Natty pulling out some of the Hart family moves and Nikki pulling out some of the uh, Cena family moves. <laughs> yeah. And now Nikki's got the uh, leg lock in. Natalia's trying to struggle to get to the bottom rope. And Natalia on the outside thought she was safe. Got drop kicked from behind. Oh, oh, and Nikki flying off the top, taking Natalia out. But the figures with Nikki, she looks quite skinny as well. So any move like that, you think she's going to break a fucking arm anyway. Do you know what I mean? Like, with Natalia, at least she's got some nice weight behind her. You know what I mean? She looks healthy. I'm not going to have a go at Natalia. She's not a big girl, you know. But the thing is, what can Nikki Bella do to win this match, Dan? What's the keys to victories? Keys to victory? Well, Natty's certainly got the Hart family in her blood so you know she's definitely gonna be a very good technical wrestler so she so nikki needs to keep a bit of separation between the two and try and hit her husband's big moves snap mare oh drop kick to the back targeting a bad back i mean you know she's had neck and back problems throughout her career talia with a sleeper nikki bella look asking the fans come on come on oh nikki getting out of submission nikki bella get taken down there big clothesline natalia talking smack again you can't see her she's gonna get kicked Oh, Ooh. no, she's going to get stomped in the midsection. Exactly. Walking over Nikki. And look who she's waving to. Get distracted. Oh, Ooh. gets rolled up, only gets the two count. Oh, look. That's why that is Nikki and Bree's mum. I'm just about to blow your mind here as she's getting worked on. You'll never guess who her husband is, who she recently got married to. Bree and Nikki Bella's mum. Who did they recently get married to? John Laurinaitis. John Laurinaitis. <laughs> yeah. Didn't see that coming, did you? Boo! So it's John Cena's father-in-law's John Laronitis. John Cena's father-in-law's a head of talent relations. <laughs> and talking about John Cena, Nikki Bella now with a Cena-like comeback. Throw back to the knee and that's going to be oh. it. Ooh. Only a two. Two. And Natalia kicking out. Uh-huh. And can Nikki now somehow put Natalia away? Both women fighting hard. Nikki was looking like she was going to run in with some kicks, but Natalia stopped that with a kick to the midsection. Oh, fucking hell. And slamming her down, inverted Michinoku driver. Oh. But again, Nikki managing to kick out. Ah, but a too early shoulder up by Nikki. She should have left it a little bit longer. You know, just saying. All right, Simon Cowell. I'm just saying. Do you know what I mean? That's what we want. As Natalia dragging Nikki back to the middle of the ring. Again, wasting time looking at Bella's family. But put the sharpshooter on. It's over and done with. Oh. No, but Nikki managing to kick Natalia off. Oh, but Nikki. Oh, oh with a double-A spine buster. Nikki springboarding Seguri to the back of Natalia's head. Oh. Natalia must be in trouble now. And that could be over. One, two. Oh. oh, but Natty managing to kick out. Uh-huh. Natalia now could be seen talking to Nikki. Don't like that type of thing. I just had a go at Nikki for that. I'll have a go at you, Natalia. Nikki now on the apron. Natalia coming down with Nikki. Who that ended worse for there? Well, Nikki does have the documented uh, neck injuries. She does, but Natalia folded in half there. She's going to capitalise on it. She's going to tie her up. Sharpshooter time. Oh, this is over. It's on in the middle of the ring. Uh-oh. Locked in deep. Perfect score could be in trouble here. Natalia's got it in. Only John Cena could muscle up the Superman strength to get out of a finisher after getting a superplex to him. Oh, my God, but not like that. Natalia drags Nikki right back in the centre of the ring. Nikki rolls through because Natty weren't deep enough. Oh, my God. Rolls her up in the STF. And she's got it in properly. That's what it actually looks like when it's properly done, John. (laughs) She's got the arm with the leg instead of the the leg attached. John Cena's legs are too big, though. 
All right, John Cena's biggest fan. <laughs> Nikki's got it in on and Natalia. And he's got a big dick as well. <laughs> <laughs> Nikki's got it in Natalia in the middle of the ring. Will Natalia pass out before she can tap out? Manages to get to the bottom rope, though. But has Nikki done enough damage? Good match? It's not been a bad match. Fucking oh, hell. Oh, Nikki gets dragged <laughs> off the side by Natalia, who delivers some brutal forearms. Oh, my God. There's still Natalia throws Nikki into the Ten. barricade. Referee's counting. And they're not paying attention, are they? Yeah, referee is counting. Up to five. Nikki phoning, the barric- phoning Natalia in the barricade. Oh, not like this. This is a horrible way to lose. Get back in. Go on, Nikki. Oh. No. No. Nikki went to run back in. Natalia stopped her. And referee counts them both out. So neither woman gets a victory. So no contest. So that point is not avoid. Yeah, so that's that's nothing. So we both stay on four points each. Natalia's thrown Nikki back in. Daniel Bryan, come out and say this match continues. Got well, five more minutes, and well, maybe not now because Natalia. Cinq minutes. Yeah, Natalia just beating Nikki round the back of the head. Fucking hell! Fire <laughs> fucking play. Nikki running towards <laughs> Natty at full speed and delivers a big spear, sending her sliding halfway up the ramp. <laughs> and Natty runs away in retreat. I don't blame the girl. Well, you know any of that? Fair play, Nikki. There, not a bad match, but uh, the ending sucked. The ending was fucking awful. Uh, what, is it going to leave it open for another match between the two? Uh, I, I guess it continues. I mean, we've heard, rumour has it, it will be Nikki and Cena teaming up, but this feud's not over yet. So we go back to the uh, VIP area. Carmella, you started all this. Well, Ellsworth agreeing with everything Carmella says. But yeah, Carmella's the one that started that because she told Nikki that Natalia was the one that they did doing all this and stuff. So. Well, she was, I. <laughs> to be victorious tonight we must go our separate ways but in the end we will reunite welcome to the era of Wyatt run run does that make you excited Dan no it does honestly it is build up to Wrestlemania isn't it it is you, you got you got Orton you got Wyatt there they're saying it's the year of the Wyatts now and, yeah, basically just run. They go their separate ways. What's going to happen, you know? And up next, it is Luke Harper versus Van Yulton. Uh Is it a match you're looking forward to, Dan? Yeah, you know, it's it's going to be an interesting match. You're going to see the dark side of Randy Orton, as you know and love, and hopefully set him up for the WrestleMania run. Yeah, what better way to start watching than with the promo? If you can't beat them, Join him. Randy, your desire to be one of us has been met with skepticism by some. You are a snake, a serpent. And a serpent has always represented treachery, evil. But I say, anyone with credentials like that is welcome in the Wyatt family. We're here. I'm telling you, this is the most dangerous team we have seen in the WWE. Not just a team. We're a family. No one can break this bond. No one. We're the only two that matter. We prove that. We also prove that we are the best. Oh, boy. The new tag team champions. SmackDown is in trouble. The question... 
you gonna do what needs to be done? Oh, what? Harper came in there to help Randy, and my mistake was the one that brought Randy off that top turnbuckle. Randy Orton versus Luke Harper promo. It's just showing a bit of build up between the two. Yeah. What do you think of the build up of the feud? It's certainly been interesting. Um, you know, it's I don't know, not sure which direction it's gonna unfold. Maybe, you know, we'll get some answers after tonight. <laughs> you talk about the story going into it. It's all about the White family, really. Randy Orton said if you can't beat them, join them, as we know my RKO of the year, what he did joining the White family. Since then, be it if he's doing it on purpose or not, it's called dissension between Luke Harper and Bray Wyatt to a point where Harper's no longer welcome in the White family, isn't he? So he's not only going to try and get revenge on Orton, but he hates Bray Wyatt now. And like we say, long game for Orton. Is this all a master plan from the Viper? Potentially, yeah. You know, he he was the victim of their assault for a little while, and you know, again he turned on Kane, delivered the RKO. Pleasure's allegiance to the Wyatt family, and ever since then, they've been an unstoppable force. I mean, it's in a tag team titles due to distinction among the ranks, but, you know, it's evolved itself into a storyline. That's culminating here. Yeah, do you think Harper could go back to the Whites, maybe? In the, you know, to back to Bray, Well, he's, he's been through a lot through the Wyatt family. I mean, you know, he's been through the whole Daniel Bryan scenario. You know, he's been fooled a couple of times now, so, you know, fool him once, shame on you, fool him twice. I don't know. Well, he's a big guy. We know he can go in the ring. And we have seen him before against their followers, you know, like Whites and Shield. And the Whites have been a long storyline. They're still, they're still together up at this point. Where this is at the end of everything, you know, and it's finally Bray Wyatt's chance as a singles wrestler as opposed to the Wyatt family. It'll be interesting to see. But as this match starts off, it's going to be a good wrestling match because, like we say, we know Luke Harper can go. Randy Orton, also, like we say, very good wrestler, and he's on a roll at the moment. Paid for you, isn't he? You know, he is. Yeah, you know, he, he won the rumble. He's still hot off that, uh, and you can definitely sense the heat between the two. I mean, Luke Harper interrupted the match between Cena and Orton, costing the fans a potential dream match that everyone loves to see. And who have you gone for in this match? Gone for Randy Orton. And why have you gone for the man you've gone for? Because he's Randy Orton. God damn it. <laughs> I would give a good point for Luke Harper winning this because at the moment 
He's trying to go forward in himself, isn't he? He needs a, a good showing here. A victory for uh, a defeat for Randy Orton doesn't hurt him. He's run it raw on a run. He's a Royal Rumble winner. He's been around for as long as he has. He's a 12 time world champion. To lose to some lame ass jobber called Luke Harper. So, do you think Harper's a jobber, though? Or do you know what I mean? Like, they're going to have to build for the future and, and take it, Cena and Orton taking defeats. You know, this has been all Randy Orton's best year since he was last WWE champion, hasn't it? Oh, definitely, yeah. Um, I don't know. I think they need to wrap things up in this storyline before they progress with Luke Harper and, you know. Just play this one out first and get this one to a culmination. You know, maybe Eric Rowan's ready to come back and they can become a tag team. It's interesting to think with Harper and what kind of future he is going to have, you know, because he needs, like I say, with the, the White family there, if he's still a part of it or if he's a tag team, it'd be interesting to see what they do. And, of course, with Randy Orton, we know what he can do in the ring. And it is, like we say, a career renaissance for him, isn't it, at this point in time? He just has to reel him in for the RKO out of nowhere. Are you going to ask me about Luke Harper? I will do in a second, but can Randy Orton win it straight off? It's good to see him having a match, but if the, you know how dangerous the RKO is, yeah. hit it out of nowhere straight away, boom. Don't have to worry about a fucking 20-minute match, do you? Well, you know, he just likes to entertain his fans, don't he? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> point, they're all paying to see Randy They want to see an Orton show, and that's why he's putting him through the announce table. He doesn't need to put him through the announce <laughs> table. He just chose to. Well, yeah, Luke Harper balding on top, but just, like you said, being planted down. Orton's in control, got hold of Harper's beard. That's one thing about beards that are dangerous. People can grab hold of them. Randy Orton wearing him down. Oh, my God. And Randy Orton, what kind of shape is he in, Dan? He's tight and ripped, No, I mean, like, do you think the Whites might be an obvious question? Do you think the Whites have helped Randy Orton? Uh, I think the the more could be said about Orton helping the Whites. Well, you know, it's elevated Luke Harper into one match on the pay-per-view. His mentor, Bray Wyatt, is in the main event. You know, it's what more could he have done? I mean, Braun Strowman didn't do that to him. No, but Randy Orton, again, you know, coming back from the injuries, lost to um, Brock Lesnar and stuff, weren't sure what's going to happen with Orton. Yeah, but would he you... He joins s- the Wyatts and then wins tag team titles with them, wins the Royal Rumble with the help with Bray Wyatt involved as well, and now it's here, and, like... It's a situation. Well, so you're basically going to say that Legacy helped Orton win the Raw Rumble. Of course, they helped helped to win the fucking Rumble. It was a free on. It was was three men teaming up all fucking Rumble, weren't they? Orton is using if if they did a storyline storyline right. Orton is using the Wyatt family exactly what he wanted to. He's he's got in there. He's got rid of Harper. Left Bray alone, exposed. He's want you know what I mean, and it's leading up to this because. So you could say he's you know it's like he's infiltrated the enemy camp. Yeah, and he's breaking them down from the inside. Instead of Daniel Bryan joining for a week, Randy Orton has joined for like six months. Yeah, he's gone deep undercover. I mean, he's still crazy. Don't get me wrong about Randy Orton; he's still a viper. But you know, we we know how smart he is. Uh, otherwise, he's just gone. But then you've got a case of. Who's the good and bad guy at Mania? Do you want to see Randy Orton like this versus Bray Wyatt if he does win? Or do you want to see John Cena? Because it's difficult now because we saw Orton Cena. So will they do it again I'd at Mania? I'd rather see Orton Styles. Uh, Orton Styles would be a fucking great match, yeah. That would probably... If I could pick the best opponent going into WrestleMania for Cena, yeah, it would be either Styles or Ambrose because, you know... They... <laughs> oh, fuck what? what, are you going to get Ambrose versus Orton? Yeah. <laughs> if you want to sell tickets for the WrestleMania at Royal Rumble, 
Heavyweight champion Ambrose going in there against Orton. Perfect I, scenario. I How could that not be a better scenario? Uh, I understand, but SmackDown is a bit like me watching. You know, you're talking about me with Bobby Roode. <laughs> well, Ambrose Orton's a good match, but I think Styles Orton's better. But yeah, with, Styles with, Orton would be the better match, but if it was me doing the booking, I'd have yeah, well, Ambrose versus Orton. <laughs> and Luke Harper finally coming back after Orton being wearing him down. Nice uh, agility over the top rope there. Oh, big boot by Harper. And this might be it now. Oh! See, that's how you bring a bit of life into a free count there. See, look, Orton does it perfectly. He only got a big boot. I know. Drama for the fans. Drama. It's a great kick out. Oh. And now Harper looking for the Boston Crab, but Orton crafty, like I say, the veteran. Fighting out of it and tossing Harper to the outside, but he lands on his feet, but... Setting him up for the suspension DDT. See, Orton's that clever. He knew. Oh, look, Harper reversing it because he scouted Orton before he knows what's going on. And now he's, he's just got, luring him in. Now he's got Randy Orton on the rope. Slingshot. And Orton in a lot of trouble now. Look at Luke Harper's face. He means business. Orton's on the outside. Is look at Orton's face. It means, oh, he's not bothered. Is this big man going to fly, though? Oh, he just whacks him in the head with a big forearm. Stunning Luke Harper, knocking him down to one knee. Slivers his way back into the ring to continue his onslaught, which gets reversed. Yeah, come on, Harper. Oh! Oh, and this time he successfully makes a suicide dive and sends Randy, who quite oversold it a little bit. Yeah, but he hit the Germans. Oh. He don't start anything with the Germans. <laughs> he hit some Germans, no, yeah. No, it's got Randy Orton coming towards us. Oh. Randy scrambling to get back and Luke Harper, like I say, victory for the big man, will go... We'll do wonders for him tonight, and he's going to do the same to Orton as Orton did to him. Big back buddy drop onto the announce table, and the Viper's in trouble. You started panicking now about your man, Randy Orton. No. A vintage Orton scoop slam, slamming Harper down to the outside. That was big impact, Dan. And JBL's hat's fallen to the floor as well off the announce table, which could be even bigger news as we go along. Referee's counting. Are we going to see another count out like we did in the uh, Nikki Natalia match? No, because Orton can get his way back in the ring. He ain't stupid. Oh, he's... Uh, oh, Harper managing to fight his way out. Harper on the eighth, and he's going to try and superplex Randy Orton. To the outside? Yeah, come on. Orton could take the bump, though. He's hard. And so are you when you see Randy Orton. Look, Orton reverses that, then. <clears throat> but he manages to fight his way out and take the legs from Harper, crutching himself over the top rope. Orton superplex. Oh. Bang. It's like a snap suplex. My superplex. And the power to get the man of Harper's side and over as well. In a snap. See the, see the whip of it. Yeah. You're going to be really biased at WrestleMania, aren't you, with Randy Orton? Was Randy Orton at last year's WrestleMania? He wasn't, was he? No. It's your first mania with Randy Orton. And Dean Ambrose. And it, well, you had Ambrose last year get fucked by Lesnar. I think everybody remembers that. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a better story for both men. No, so what happens is Randy Orton crawls over to get the cover. Oh, Luke Harper managing to kick out. And Orton, can he believe the punishment Harper's taken as well? He just needs to hear his voices. And Orton just slapping at Luke Harper. Oh, going for an RKO out of nowhere, but Luke Harper having it scouted, drawing <laughs> him in to a underhook slam. Hey, you're not going to pin him like that. It took too long. But Randy Orton, now what's he got planned? I wonder what it could be. He's on the apron. Ooh. Bang. But anyway, it's just as powerful as whatever it's called. 
I think we call it the, um, whatever you want to call I it. I call it the suspension DDT. Well, that's what he's just hit then. And he's that's... hit the suspension DDT and he's just posing to his fans. Well, the crowd might be drawn what's going on. They're not the only voices in Orton's head. No, but is it the right thing to do, though? Distracting himself from Harper? He's just giving him time to get up. He's like, yeah, I've got about five minutes. I'll just hit him. Oh, here we go. Here comes Orton. Oh, walks into a super kick from Harper. I think I knocked a tooth. And now he wants Orton to get to his feet. <laughs> oh, Orton doesn't drop to the mat, though, from a super kick. I mean, he must be superhuman or something. Oh, nope. gets another one, and that <laughs> drops him. One, two, three. Oh! <laughs> Orton managing to kick out. Oh. Uh, he keeps himself in the match. Yeah, your man's still in it. <laughs> Bobby Roode couldn't receive two super kicks and get up, so shut your fucking mouth. Uh, he received, like, two concharges and was still on the match. So. Yeah, they're not super kicks from Luke Harper, though. Luke oh, Harper's so you're saying man. that... Hang on a minute. Go on, say it again. Luke, Luke Harper's a bigger man. So you're saying a Luke Harper super kick is worse than the concharge from Nakamura. In this instance, yes. For, oh, right. Nakamura, he no longer loves you. And that's why Bobby Roode beat you, mate. Anyway, back to this match. And Luke Harper can't keep Orton down. But like I say, the Royal Rumble winner wouldn't be much surprise. Is he going to finally spike him down, Dan? Is this going to be it? Oh, he's going for the power bump. Oh, oh scouted by Harper. Oh, my God. Kick to the midsection. Orton can't get any offense. Well, no. Oh. Hits his power bomb. One, two. Ah! Oh! Orton's <laughs> still managing to kick out. Oh. And Harper can only keep the Viper down for two. Two. Uh, like you say, avoiding the RKO, super kick, power bomb. How can you not keep Randy Orton down? Bobby Roode would kick Randy Orton's ass. No, he ass. fucking wouldn't. He no, fucking he wouldn't. would. He will do. Mark my words, Dan. What did I say? I said Bobby Roode would be NXT champion. I've said that. It happened. I said he's going to kick Randy Orton's ass. It's going to happen, Dan. You fucking know it. Anyway, back to this match where I get really god darn angry. Leave fucking Bobby Roode and his melty yeah, fuck fucking Ric Flair robes out of this. Fuck you. Don't, I, oh, Ric Flair. I'll just take from his career like Randy Orton did. Fuck's sake. Harper and Orton trying to get back to their feet. It has been a slugfest, Dan, hasn't it? It has been a slobber knocker, as <laughs> JR would say. It has. It's been just two big hosses going at it. Two for nail. Who's winning the A&A punches? The Harper's winning at the moment. Harper's winning over the crowd with this. But look at these exchanging uppercuts. Both men going toe-to-toe. And Harper's managing to get the upper hand. Fucking hell. Palm strikes as well. All go for the big clothesline. Bang! Hits the RKO. One, two, three. Voices. See? You're so Out of gay. nowhere. Out of fucking nowhere, You're so gay. Out of nowhere. Dan said as this match started, all he has to do is hit the RKO out of nowhere. I said hit it early and he won't have to do 20 minutes. Did 20 minutes, hit the end anyway. What do you think of the match? I thought it was a bloody good match. I mean, it made... Randy Orton made Harper look very good in the match. Orton, you know, managing to absorb a lot of Harper's punishment. Didn't really get on the offensive side too much. I mean, you know, he's had a fits and starts, but a majority of the offence was Harper. Yeah, I mean, Orton controlled a little bit of it, but Harper really brought the noise, didn't he, in the late going there. And I think if he hit the clothesline, he got Orton done. But like I say, Orton knows what he's doing, managing. And I like to say, RKO, and he usually gets the job done. And he celebrates, and yeah, the Royal Rumble winner... So he's going to just take a seat now, isn't he, really? After he's just beat Luke Harper, he just sit back and relax and enjoy the main event a little bit later. 
and find out who we'll be facing at WrestleMania, the main event. Like we said, only 49 days away backstage now with Renee, quite young. Bonus point for getting attacked from behind. <laughs> My bonus point, though. <laughs> Oh, That's the only reason why they would put her in front of a camera. Exactly. Well, who cares what Nikki thinks? Nikki was talking, got attacked by Natalia. Oh! Mysterious powder. Well, the powder Maurice has been covered in. M- M- Maurice has been covered in white stuff as Nikki and Natalia keep brawling. Nikki's got a lot of white stuff all in her hair. She has. Has she been helping Cena prepare? Oh, is that going to be the cause of the matchup between them two and them two? Yeah, we go. We've seen it at the start of it now, Nikki and Maurice. We go on, and the next match is, well, there's only two matches left, and it is for the Women's Championship. Alexa Bliss, the Women's Champion on SmackDown, defending against Naomi, the challenger. Used to have nice shoes, got a whole nice outfit now. What do you think of this glowing star? Naomi, a.k.a. nice shoes. She's been a factor since day one for us, really. Yes, and, you know, this match could culminate in her being, you know, how many, 88, 89 episodes later. Yeah. And you made an excellent point earlier as well. We talked about her, about her, like her rise through where she first started and stuff. Yeah, you know, she came through the Funkadactyls, then she was spotted by, well, Dwayne. <laughs> one of our first co-presenters. Um, you know, and she's just risen through the ranks. I think, you know, we've probably seen near enough every match Naomi's been involved in on pay-per-view at yeah. least since that point uh, and Alexa Bliss a relatively new recruit from NXT yeah we saw Bliss last year like I said need a little bit but what can be said about these two to be in a co-main event tonight they have put the work in to deserve this spot like I say Naomi's gone from a kind of just a dancer to a serious worker now getting their opportunity and of course Bliss impressing every week well, I say that have you been impressed by Bliss's title reign Dan? not overly no you know, it's it's just been a skinnier version of Charlotte, really. <laughs> you know, a smaller Charlotte Flair, you know, winning it by devious tactics, sometimes having a woman in a corner, you know, this, that and the other. And it's nice. It's just boring. Not doing it for you. No, I'd, you know, we, especially with the depth, because we've had two very impressive women's matches. And this one, being for the women's title, should in theory, be better than them. Yeah. Even though the other two was grudge matches, you know, this one, it's the ultimate grudge match. Yeah, it, it should be. Exactly. It's the title that means most. It's what every woman on SmackDown for. Uh, and we talk about Bliss title reign. Like I said, she needs to have defences, doesn't she? She needs to defend the title if she wants to be a serious champion. Um, what have you thought? Go on. Going back to uh, Luke Harper and Orton, that was another point each, by the way. Oh, yeah, shit. Five apiece. Yeah, so after that, Randy Orton's victory i know you're happy dan yes we are uh another point each and it's five points apiece we would have perfect score if it wasn't for that goddamn count out victory yes indeed uh thoughts on the feud between bliss and naomi what have you thought has naomi got <laughs> bliss's number alexa bliss has been concentrating more on becky lynch and uh mickey james than you know she should have done on naomi and i think she's underestimating her a lot we saw the contracts, the dual contract signing. And, you know, Alexa Bliss was aiming mainly towards Nikki and yeah. uh, Mickey. <coughs> yeah, Naomi didn't really say a lot in that, did no. she, really? But then just... she ended it. You know, she was one of the women standing tall at the end of the match. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the signing. You know, like you say, like, in recent weeks as well, Bliss has lost to 
Naomi twice in singles action. So we, we saw it on the kickoff show as well. She got the tag team match, didn't she, at the Royal Rumble? She did indeed. And the way she Naomi wrestles well it is different from, from most of the women because a lot of springboards and st- uh, high fly moves, really, isn't there? Yeah. But, you know, going from what she's come through to get to where she is, you know, I think she's done really well for herself. Yeah. Uh, and prediction wise, prediction wise, then, Dan, who have you gone for in this one? Um, well, all that being said about Naomi, going for Alexa Bliss. Uh, I, I just, I don't know, I think Naomi's been too quiet in this feud for her to really count for too much. I think she's just a little stepping stone before, you know, a good challenge at WrestleMania. Yeah, I, I think you're right as well. You know, it's it, the thing, is, especially with Naomi getting the victories over Bliss in recent weeks, you would think the champion does retain at the pay-per-view as well, do you know what I mean? Because of the fact is, if the champion, if Bliss was to lose tonight, it'd make her look incredibly weak, which probably wouldn't be something you want to do, especially with Becky Lynch's win earlier, do you know what I mean? It probably builds towards a Bliss and Lynch match. And a Bliss, to her credit, even though we haven't seen a lot of her, she can be vicious, and she's getting better week in, week out. Like I say, she is learning on the job, but she's given the championship on SmackDown as opposed to the NXT title do you know what I mean that would probably be better off for her she's yeah. in NXT now learning the way she was she got brought up quickly and she's still very young but we'll see what these two can do I mean she looks pissed off at the moment Alexa Bliss I think she needs to try and drop her shade of having to win by devious methods and I think prove herself a worthwhile women's champion and win clean for once yeah I think I don't think she needs any help if she wants to get the job done what about Naomi Naomi, I think she needs to catch Alexa Bliss off guard. She's very easily distracted. Who's your intelligence, Naomi? <laughs> oh, my. Bliss, very impressive there, rolling off with Naomi, trying to catch her in the pen attempt. Naomi reversing, and now she's just hit the huge kick on Bliss as well, both women down. But it started off and uh, at a good pace as well, and it's been a nice first of the match to begin with. It has, yeah. You know, it's started off very even match between the two. You know, neither woman managing to get the upper hand thus far. And, you know, it's a bit of a stalemate, which, I don't know, you know, it sounds boring, but it's actually quite entertaining. Yeah, because he put the other way, like I say, both having the same idea now as well. Going for strikes, maybe running the ropes. Oh, but a big clothesline takedown, followed up by a spinning back elbow, and Naomi's on fire. Well, Bliss trying to put her out, but Naomi... Innovative offence. It really is. Look at that Naomi there as well, springing off the top rope. She's got Bliss in trouble. Oh, an Undertaker-style somersault in close. Would this be an upset if Naomi beat Bliss? Naomi hopping about there over the top. It would be quite a big upset, actually. You know, I certainly wouldn't have seen it coming. Oh. Oh, and a lovely snapmare takedown there and going for the cover. Oh. Oh. Only getting a two count there. Two. She, Naomi did her own buff bag roll there, didn't she? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but in a, you don't really say that much of anybody. Reminds me of Buff Bagwell here now. <laughs> Shades of Buff Bagwell <laughs> <Yeah>. there. <laughs> oh my God! Bliss oh, running into the butt bump. Big booty. Oh. But Bliss managing to kick out. Ah, and only a two. Two. Naomi can't believe it. Bliss showing her toughness. But the question is, can she do it by herself? Like we say, Mickey James has helped her out recent times. But Naomi now is going to try and set her up. Alexa Bliss grabbing hold of Naomi's ankle, stopping her from going to the top rope. Bliss fighting back now with the punches. And the big knee to the head of Naomi. She goes down. Bliss with her knees. Handspring and back with the knees. And showing what she can do as well. Her dexterity. And her tenacity. 
But can she do it independently? This is the question we're asking right now. Definitively. <laughs> Exponentially, she needs to get the victory right now. Most probably. <laughs> extraordinary, Dan. Bliss has set her up, and now she's going to the top rope. She's doing it so eloquently, isn't she? Up <coughs> to the top. She has very good agility. Oh, but and Naomi. A step up there. into Guri. <laughs> <laughs> and Naomi, like I said, kicks Bliss off the top rope to the outside, but Bliss on the outside, she can still retain her championship. Maybe Naomi should go flying. Oh, but Bliss up to meet her. Forearm before Naomi can go flying over the top. Oh. Snap DDT. Could this be it? Oh, my Two. word. Is it? Oh. Kick out. Uh. <laughs> and Naomi somehow managing to find the guts to get the shoulder up. And Bliss getting really frustrated now. She's having a bitch fit, James. She, Call she, it like she it is. is she some. is. I mean, early on in her WWE career as well, of course, with all the marbles, you know, WWE women's title on the line. Can I just point out? That Naomi's got black hair with fluorescent yellow or green tips, and Bliss has got blonde hair with fluorescent pink tips. Thank you very fucking much, <laughs> Nikki Clark. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, that's great. We use that. Oh, look at Bliss. She looks angry now. I mean, she's trying to get over a bitch fit. She needs to concentrate and keep her head in the game. Oh. But a code breaker with the feet from Naomi. Are we going to see split legged moonsault? Oh, oh. no. But Bliss managing to roll out the way. Just about. Rolls oh. up Naomi. She's got the ropes. Got her feet on the ropes. Oh, Naomi moves out the way and Bliss gets caught. Well, the way the position was, yeah, the referee managed to see it and Bliss upset. Well, now she's striking at Naomi. <laughs> and now she's going to put her up for the uh, the big Sparkle move. splash. Sparkle splash, yeah. Sparkle splash by Bliss. Boom! Oh. She hits the knees from Naomi, and Naomi's going up top. Double oh, no. springboard. Oh! Fucking hell, hit right in the face! One, two, three! Oh! And Naomi has become the women's champion here tonight, in many consider an <laughs> upset, but fair play, Naomi! <laughs> she deserves it. Yeah, nice shoes. She's got a nice title belt to go with that. Well, would you reckon it's going to be a fluorescent title belt? I've called it oh, first. There we go. Boom! <laughs> Throws the paper in the air again for good effect. Oh, my word. Well, Bliss beaten. We see the finish of that. It's like I said, the splash missing its mark. Well, knees right in the, the midsection. And Naomi land split-legged moonsault. And the impact looked like Bliss was trying to roll in position. Looked like knocked a fucking out instead. <laughs> Got the job done and fair play, Naomi. Like you say, starting off with Brodus Clay coming out as a Funkadactyls. Now she's got her own championship. And you deserve it, Chant, for Naomi. And fair and play. And she does as well. She does, She yeah. deserves it and, and she's, she's broken down into tears. Fair play to her. That's a that is a lovely surprise. <laughs> yeah. I'm happy that Naomi and her nice shoes won it. She didn't even defend it in single pay-per-view. She, <laughs> she, she lost a six-man tag, six-woman tag last month. No, fair play. Don't take this away from Naomi, though. Like I say, fair play to her. She's going to WrestleMania, baby. Women's champion. Uh, Dan, what did you think of that match? What did you think of that moment? That was a bloody good match and an even better moment. Couple of little missed opportunities there for Bliss. But like we say, she's still young. The title run, maybe, I don't know if it damages her more than it would be if she didn't have it. So is that the third women's champion? That is... Lynch, Bliss... Lynch, yeah, she becomes the third in, in its history. Will she be women's champion coming out of WrestleMania? Well, you know, you've got to think of 
what heels are there for her to face going into WrestleMania? Um, well, Mickey James just coming off a loss, isn't she? Yeah. Yeah, Mickey James off a loss. What are they can do with Becky Lynch? Someone gonna have a heel turn? Well, Carmella sitting in the wings at the moment, maybe waiting for her opportunity. We see her with Ellsworth. Oh, you can go and fuck yourself. And we've got KFC advert. So what we'll do quickly is we'll talk about the predictions. Unfortunately, I've never lost a point of being happy about it until tonight. Uh, Naomi does win, so it is five points apiece to the main event. Uh, and like we say, six men buying for one prize inside the Elimination Chamber. Let's have a look at the promo. chapter in the story. My path of carnage will continue. Your time is up. My time is now. I will be leaving that chamber the new WWE champion. If you want so, come get so. Five eliminations. You're almost never the same after that match. Who will be walking out as the WWE Champion? It changes you physically, mentally. I won't get a different person. Who will go on to main event WrestleMania? It is now time... For the main events. So we all know the rules for Elimination Chamber. What do you think of the uh, promo for it, Dan? What do you think of the build-up to this main event? 
It's certainly been interesting. And we're going to see he's going to start off in the pods to begin with. And Dean Ambrose, the Intercontinental title coming, uh, Intercontinental champion coming out here. What do you think of his chances tonight? We'll, we'll talk about it as we see him. What do you think of Dean Ambrose's chance? I think he stands a very good chance of winning. You know, he's former heavyweight champion. He's the one that brought the championship to SmackDown. He's yet to regain that former glory of when he was champion. You know, he's starting to get some moderate success with the IC title, but, you know, they're there's still another step for Dean Ambrose to you, take. Do you think he can be main event again, or do you think he's stuck in mid-card at the moment? There is quite a stacked card, and leading the main, leading the mid-card, I suppose that's probably better than being left out of the main event title picture for the time being, you know? It's, it's, it is a bit crowded up there at the moment. Yeah, at least he's doing <laughs> something, you know, unlike Rollins, kind of going from, you know what I mean, he's waiting for his big feud, but with Van Ambrose, at least he's doing it at the moment, an Intercontinental champion, he's got a couple of uh, feuds he could go on for. This is a big match, and we see the chamber. What do you think of the new Elimination Chamber? Do you think do you like the new look of it? It's a lot more modern, you know, from the one that Eric Bischoff introduced 15 years ago now. It is, yeah. You know, that fateful Survivor Series. Uh, no, you know, I just think they've modernised it, and it looks more in date. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. I, I like the look of it, and we see the next man coming out is Baron Corbin. So we see the lone wolf coming out here. Uh, what is his chances today, Dan? I still think he's got a little bit more of a way to go. You know, he's still gleaming on the fact that he won the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal Trophy. You know, it's it's not really much of an accolade, is it? No, but to win the WWE Championship in your first Elimination Chamber, beating these five men here would be a fantastic accomplishment. I think he might be one of the dark horses in this chamber match, especially if he gets a late number comes in dominating like he did but he will be going in the pods with Ambrose who will be the next man coming out then oh Miz well there we go we see probably for me the favourite going into this match Dan he's got me hasn't he you know what I mean I'm wearing his t-shirt at this moment in time the Miz is awesome just you know lost the Intercontinental title now it's time to move up you talk about Ambrose moving up to that main event level for the Miz and this is the match he's going to do it he starts off inside one of the pods as well, so he's going to be safe in the early going. Looks like a star coming out of here. What do you think of the Miz's chances tonight, Dan? Um, slim to none. Out of all of them, do you think he's got the worst chance? Uh, it's tied worse for Miz and Corbin, I think. Really? Miz I, and Corbin has got about as much chance to each other. I think Miz and Corbin got more chance than Ambrose. For Ambrose got the least chance winning yeah. because Intercontinental Champion... You know what I mean? He, he's he's got a title belt. Is he going to get another title belt in the way of Mania? I don't I don't think so. But don't count him out. So the Miz, the most must see WWE superstar, is out here now. And Ambrose looks like he's chomping in a bit. Can I just say he's he's the self-proclaimed most see superstar. Yeah, and I proclaim that as well. So everybody proclaim pro- should be all right. Looking at the lights on so Miz, two of you then. You're looking in great shape as well. And the so, last man in. Bray Wyatt, but Bray what, coming out here with the Fireflies. What about Bray Wyatt's chances tonight, Dan? Do you think he can do it? If he gets in there early, you know, it's it's not looking good for him. But, you know, he has got a lot of momentum. He does need all of them. He needs it more. Yeah. Without doubt. And I think tonight will be the night for Bray Wyatt, as we see, come out here face-to-face with Ambrose. That's a great visual. I mean, look at this at the moment coming out here. Yeah, it's Bray Wyatt's night tonight, I'm going to say. And I think it's time, like I said, to, to get that main event, to finally win a WWE title. It's been so long for him, you know, since debuting as well. 
I think Bray Wyatt, it, it's looking like it's him. But then again, I've talked about it. John Cena's two-week title reign. Will they have a two-week title reign for John Cena? That is another big good point. Um, they can't build up Super Cena like that. And then, you know, if they've already pretty much pre-booked him into a tag match with his wife at WrestleMania, you know, he's not going to win the title then. And how much longer has John Cena got left? No, it's not a fact of that. It's a fact of that Styles' title reign came to a crash and halt just because they want to make Cena 16-time champion for two weeks. Then you get to Bray Wyatt. I mean, there was no knee flap, really. I think Styles could have been in this match as champion now, couldn't he? And then lost it to whoever was in the chamber. And, you know, if he was going to lose it... Just completely cut John Cena out. Yeah, exactly. <coughs> John Cena's there just to just because it's probably John Cena, isn't it? You know what I mean? Is it unfair? champion, basically, in some rights. Yeah. If he doesn't win. Is it unfair on AJ Styles to be treated the way he has? Like, say, no one-on-one rematch for the championship. Going in the chamber now, I mean, that's his best chance, isn't it? You know? I think... He's probably had the best year. He's appeared in every pay-per-view. He's made such a big impact, you know, since the game of the big storylines. Yeah, but he's been, like, at WrestleMania last year, he was on the losing end, wasn't he? Lost to Reigns on the feud there. And recently to Cena, it's like the big, big matches with, with Styles, they they seem to put them on the losing end of things, don't they? So it'd be interesting to see. i tell you what I'd love tonight, if AJ Styles was to win the WWE title, because I, that, that would you know, just make me happy knowing a WrestleMania, like you say, he's had a great year. He deserves to have a great WrestleMania match as well, doesn't he? Oh, definitely. And, yeah. and what he's done with the WWE title, because he has been, like you say, the um, champ that ran the camp, camp even. He's done a great job, and this should be a, a really good match. It's six of the best on SmackDown, isn't it? Who else would you have in this chamber match, not for these six men, Dan? If he wasn't already going to be in the main event of WrestleMania, I'd have Orton. Replacing... The Miz. The Miz. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. That's unbelievable. Styles has come out here now, the former champion, with the best response of the night. I like John Cena at the moment. Well, I don't know. He's getting a bit of a cheer. He's, yeah. I think the fans are starting to... Well, the singing John Cena sucks, so that, that's part and parcel of what it, they do now. But it is, it's not... I think there is some... There's more cheers than jeers now. This is probably the most cheers-to-jeers ratio he's got in a long while. Well, yeah, I, I probably agree, because he's been away for so long, hasn't he? Now he's come back, and he's back on top. It'll be interesting what they do. I mean, he could walk out the Limitless Chamber as champion, and if he does, there'll be a riot. <laughs> so what do you think of John Cena? What do you personally think of John Cena's chances here tonight? If anyone can win it from coming in last, like, you know, being in, starting off in the ring, it's John Cena. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, Super Cena. But he's going to have to go a lot tonight. You know what I mean? We know how long the Chamber match usually goes as well. He's come out here. He's starting off with AJ Styles. So we're kind of getting like a... I think it's five minutes until the next person comes in. We're getting a mini rematch for Rumble. There's your rematch. You've got five minutes. Yeah, there you go, son. As we start off this five-minute introduction to the match with Cena and Styles locking up and Cena showing his power early on. But could Styles do the unthinkable and eliminate Cena before anybody else came out? It's what we've all been waiting for throughout the night. And it is John Cena AJ Styles starting off. Will we see a five-minute classic? Or will this be someone else's story here tonight at Elimination Chamber? John Cena, of course, 16-time champion. AJ Styles, only one-time champ. But like we say, what an impact he's made this past year as they start off now. Colin Elbow tie up her, who's got the speed and strength. Uh, what does Cena need to do to go the way of retaining his title tonight, Dan? 
Uh, he just needs to be his super senior. Uh, he needs to regain his composure, keep his head in the game, not get too dejected, like, you know, if things don't go his way straight off. I think he needs to try and outsmart AJ Styles in the early goings and, you know, just try and keep himself fresh if he's going to last the match. Well, this is the thing, isn't it? He's got to try and uh, stay in there to retain his championship. You can see them maybe taking it a little bit easy in the early going, you know, going full tilt this early on, especially going to give the advantage to the last man in. What does Styles have to do to try and beat Cena or try and win the match overall? Well, Styles is a virgin to the chamber. So, you know, he needs to quickly get accustomed to his surroundings and, you know, try and use a, a surrounding environment to his advantage, maybe. Yeah, I mean, we can see how good Styles is in the ring. He'll use everything as a weapon, you know, top ropes and stuff like this. Maybe he can use a chamber as some sort of weapon as we go on. And he's got kicks and strikes to Cena. Do you know why it is not a good idea eliminating your opponent sh- straight away? Why? Because if you wait until someone else comes in, because if you eliminate them, then the next person in's focus is solely going to be on you. But if you don't eliminate them, then it could be on you and the other person. Yeah, or you could team up. And you them. sit away yeah. and you like let them take over and beat them and beat each other up. And I mean, that's a good, that's a good <coughs> thing. And I'll tell you who might use that strategy, The Miz. If he's, you know, if he's oh, the, the Miz is going to sit in his fucking yeah, cage he's, until he's going to take his time. Last one in. Exactly as we we go to Miz, as we're talking about, it's almost like they cut to him directly because of us, and you know, especially Dean Ambrose a- is fucking brilliant. Yeah, Ambrose just chomping at the bit. Baron Corbin, in. bit of a lone wolf, bit of a, he, he, you know, he might surprise us. But he can handle himself, and like I say, he got the win on SmackDown as well, which many people weren't expecting. So anything could happen. And Styles puts John Cena down with the backbreaker into the powerbomb. Now he's going to go to the Styles Clash. Try and get this match done early. But no, big back body drop by Cena and changes momentum in his favour. Well, it does. The power of Cena and fucking hell, like a Canadian destroyer hooking the leg and oh. Styles. Styles managing to kick out. Oh. And we see there's cameras inside all the pods as well so we can see the uh, superstars up close. Is it me or is it easier to see into the rest elimination chambers as well? Yeah, it looks like they've winded it a little bit, haven't they? So like they've made the uh, cages like the chains smaller. Yeah, I think it looks better, you know. And if it's if it's lighter as well, because I know the last uh, chamber is really heavy to kind of move around. If they've changed your look, two miles of steel chain apparently went into that. I know, but it's it's impressive, though, isn't it? You know, the chamber and it brings something different every year. As scenes going to go for the STFU on Styles. Oh, but gets caught, and Styles had seen her up for the AA, but turns it into a neck breaker. Oh. Only getting a two count. Two, and that was close. Like I say, Styles has got the power in himself as well to bully John Cena in the ring. We've seen it in their matches. You know, he can, he can pick Cena up and throw him around, but has Styles damaged the left leg? You don't want to be injured early on in this chamber match. Certainly not, no. It's not going to go in your favour if you're a bit injured, and all the other wrestlers are watching. They're going to spot that and they're going to know. Well, exactly. You know, you look at the injuries people have suffered in chamber matches as well. Styles goes for a big forearm, but Cena moves out of the way. Styles gets nothing but the ring post and a couple of big shoulder barges there by Big Match John. Oh, he's got Styles down. Five knuckle shuffle time. He's going to plant AJ Styles, but the countdown is on to the next man to come out. Who are you going for, Dan? Ambrose. I'll go Ambrose, yeah. Yeah. Ambrose. No, no, that's right. And Ambrose comes in now and goes straight after John Cena. Is that a surprise, Dan? Well, you know, eliminate the biggest competition. Styles is down. Um, 
Yeah, go for it. <laughs> well, Abbo's never been in the chamber, but the setting kind of suits him, doesn't it? Oh, but Styles comes out to save Big Match John. Yeah, the setting suits Abbo, so the kind of demonic structure of it, you can it tell. It does indeed. It's probably remnants of his uh, Ambrose Asylum. That's what I say. Asylum-esque there, keeping him in. Oh, a battle of suplexes. <clears throat> if Styles wins this, oh, Ambrose jumps his way out. Oh, turns Styles inside out and he goes down onto the chamber floor. Nothing but metal. Well, fucking hell. Like you say, that inverted suplex there. Styles, I think, landed on his neck. And Ambrose has come in and taken out John Cena and AJ Styles. Just that, maybe Ambrose is one of the favourites to win. Oh, Cena's going up top, but Ambrose straight up to meet him. Hits him with a big forearm. Climbs on the roof of the pod. And what is Ambrose doing? He's going to attack... Oh. oh, that was all knee by Ambrose there. Where he landed on, even though he hit the elbow on Cena. Um, it is. It's. I think there's a bit of padding out there in this elimination chamber because before it was metal grating, but I certainly don't think they would have taken that bump on metal grated. No, I, I, that looks like yeah, ring mat there, isn't it? Over yeah. whatever the uh, is to secure them. But Ambrose would be able to take that if that was solid metal. I mean, how high is he there? Uh, at least 25 feet up in the air. I think so, and coming straight down on John Cena. Well, there we go. We wanted some big moments in the chamber match. We've already started. Well, yeah, Ambrose has come in, and he's certainly fired things up in this chamber. But can he eliminate one of them? Can he eliminate John Cena? I mean, that would be a shock so early on, but if he can get it done, Styles got Ambrose from behind. Oh, but Dean Ambrose there with a standing switch. Styles matching it. And now John Cena gets behind Styles, suplexes the <laughs> pair of them. Hey, triple jam. <laughs> we had to look at the power of John Cena managing to get Styles and Ambrose over the back of well, his no, head. Well, no, because Styles is lifting Ambrose, so John Cena is only actually lifting Styles. <laughs> yeah, no, he's not, though, is he? Oh, and Cena picks up Ambrose for the AA. Now he picks up Styles. Using him as a weapon on Ambrose. Both men get out of it and Ambrose with the lunatic lariat to Styles after Styles took Cena down and all three men are on the canvas. Yes, they are. And after a singles match between Cena and Styles, this turns a great triple threat match, but it won't be for long. It will be a fatal four-way because the next man to come out in just Baron two Corbin. seconds. Bray White coming out here in number four, going straight through Ambrose. Oh, tries going through Cena, but Cena ducks, tries delivering a big elbow, but gets caught by Bray. Suplex to Ambrose. And Ambrose. The Eater of Worlds is on fire. And like I say, yeah, Bray's come in with a purpose, but AJ managing to low bridge him outside. Oh, Styles probably going for the springboard forearm that he normally hits, but Bray catches him and throws him into the chain link fencing on the outside. And there's no padding on those fences there. Bray White feeling it. Turning a, Styles world upside down. That's a way to introduce yourself. Um, right, so I'm going to talk about predictions now quickly because my man's just entered. Dan, you gone for, unless your guy's not in yet, who have you gone for in this one? Um, my guy also has just come in. <laughs> right, so I can deduce with my detective skills that we've both gone Bray Wyatt. But Bray Wyatt there caught up between the second rope. Styles leg dropping him now. That was a vicious move. And now it's Styles and Cena on the outside. And where's Styles going? Climbing up the side of the cage. Cena trying to meet him. Oh, my God. Both men teetering now. Oh, Styles. Oh, Styles' legs go, but he's holding on, luckily enough. Oh, Cena's gone. No. Oh. 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 Styles makes Cena 
fall off the side of the cage. Cena looks in trouble. Well, like I said, a little mat in there for Cena to land on and Styles now going top of another pod. And look at Dean Ambrose coming to the top of the pod now. Oh, shit. Both men are up top. Oh, right into the pectoglass there. That could go right through. The bulletproof Lexan glass. Oh, Styles managed to block Ambrose. And is Ambrose going to go? Oh, Ambrose is teetering. Oh, fucking hell. It's Styles, Ambrose. Oh, Bray Wyatt's there pulling Ambrose off. We can see the, the mark where Styles' head hit that thing. And like you say, Bray Wyatt below Ambrose. Oh. Ambrose tries with a double axe handle, but gets caught in the throat by Bray Wyatt. And that is not a pretty landing. And now Wyatt throwing Ambrose back in the ring. No one's been eliminated yet. They haven't, but Bray Wyatt now has come on, uh, come in and kind of taken over this match. We've just seen Styles and Cena basically eliminate themselves. And Wyatt now going to focus on Ambrose, try and get rid of one, one man at a time, maybe. Potentially, yes. Yeah. So uh, we know who we both have gone for to win. Who do you think is going to be eliminated first? I'm going for The Miz. I'm going to go for Baron Corbin. God! Yeah, Bray Wyatt superplex to AJ Styles, who was on the top of the chamber, and Dean Ambrose come in and powerbombed the pair of them off. There's like three of them got thrown out of a car. Look at that. Powerbomb and belly-to-belly suplex. <laughs> Styles landing. Well, that's brilliant. That's what we want to see. Holding that. And Bray Wyatt, to his credit, taking a bit of a bump. And John Cena gone to sleep. Yeah, but Miz, and Am- uh, Miz is looking on. He doesn't want in this match. I tell you what, if Baron Corbin does come in, though, he could clean up here. Talk he about maybe Ambrose could, could be eliminated. Miz next. Maybe Ambrose could be eliminated. And Baron Corbin's come out and gone straight for Dean Ambrose, but Ambrose's not backing down. I think down. Dean Ambrose has gone straight for Baron Corbin. Oh. Gets caught with a big clothesline, though. Takes the lunatic fringe down. Corbin throwing Ambrose to the outside. <laughs> yeah, you go. Straight into the side of the chamber as well. <laughs> Ambrose likes to feel metal against his skull. She get used to it. Baron Corbin there pressing him in. We're talking about a pick Bray Wyatt. Why have you gone for Bray Wyatt in this match for? I think it's his time. You know, he's he's been built up for such a long, long time. And, you know, you see the culmination of what's happened between Orton and Luke Harper. You know, that's probably finally resolved. And what way to culminate their being in the Eater of Worlds, meeting the Viper, his partner in crime... At the grandest stage of them all. Yeah, no, I completely agree with you. That's why I've gone Bray as well. I mean, the money's on him at the moment. Do you know what I mean? Like you say, Corbin and Bray's going to go into a title feud together. The Miz and Cena, like we say, we know their history. And talk about Bray Wyatt. He's got Corbin. Fucking hell. Oh, but Corbin throws him into the pod that Miz is in. Miz and Bray nearly got introduced to each other very closely. They did, and Corbin hit the big boot as well, keeping Bray down. And Corbin, again, grabbing Bray, throwing against the Chambers. Did we think we see Baron Corbin dominating Bray Wyatt like this? Um, well, you said he's going to be first eliminated, and I said he's got about as much chance as the Miz is winning this thing. So uh, I don't think any of us seen this coming. Well, no, Baron Corbin's coming in, but he's getting stopped by AJ Styles. But, you know, he's come in. He's taken Dean Ambrose out. Oh, fuck it, off. End of days. To Styles, but Cena catches Baron Corbin in the STF. No, don't tap out. Where did Cena just jump up from? Corbin, don't tap out. Oh, he's managed to get his legs free. Oh, turns Cena out. That's good power by Baron. Oh, catches Cena for the end of days. Oh, there we go. He could have pinned Styles. Could have pinned Cena. He's taken everyone out of this match so far. Oh. Ambrose off the top, though, with a seated drop kick. Eliminates him from the rumble. Sends him crashing to the mat 
on the outside. <laughs> Ambrose is on it, isn't he? Like I say, oh, but again, the power of Corbin just pushing Ambrose off, diving headfirst into the chamber. Oh, yeah. It's as if Ambrose was the javelin <laughs> and the chamber wall was a javelin catcher. And now Corbin's going to say, right, let's do it again then. Oh, Throws him into the pod. Jesus Christ, Corbin is cleaning up house here. It's going to take a finishing move for every person in this match <laughs> to put him out. Well, you say that, but Styles is laying out, Bray Wyatt's laying down, St- uh, Cena's laying down. It's only Ambrose and The Miz. Could The Miz come out here and just pin everybody who's knocked out, get the WWE title like that? Could it be his time? But Corbin's got Ambrose up again. Hooks him up. Can he hit Dirty Deeds? No, gets thrown into the corner. Corbin runs into an elbow. Oh, <laughs> Dean Ambrose was climbing up top but gets pushed off the top rope by Corbin straight into the metal fencing. And then he landed on AJ Styles. <laughs> yeah, I don't think AJ appreciated that. And look at Baron Corbin loving life at the moment. Standing large, waiting oh, for only the Miz to no. come in. Five seconds left for the Miz. And he, Corbin is calling the Miz on. Miz is going to come in and get eliminated within seconds. No, he's not. He's going to shut he the door. Is. Go on, shut the chamber door, Miz. Oh, he is, isn't he? He's a pussy. Yeah. No, he's clever. He's No, strategic. he's not. He's stupid. And the Miz, is he going to come out slowly? Come on. Oh, look, Ambrose is getting up behind Oh, him. Ambrose is like say, getting up. Come on, Miz. Distract him. Ambrose. One. <laughs> oh! Baron Corbin's been eliminated. Oh! Calls it as a season. <laughs> Fuck me up the arse, Baron Corbin. Well, Baron Corbin was dominating, didn't see that roll up by Dean Ambrose. And it was just the look from Miz that eliminated (laughs) Baron Corbin. Yeah, that just kind of steely look. And Corbin's got to leave the chamber now. Oh, not before smashing Dean Ambrose in the back of the head. Oh, come on, Baron. When we talk about these two men having unfinished business, I think it's going to carry on. Frozen through the bulletproof Lexan glass. I mean, that's got to be at least an inch thick. Well, it just felt Dean Ambrose being thrown up against it and smashed through. And Barrett Corbin. I think that's a message. I think that's a message, yeah. I think he's. WrestleMania match Corbin versus Ambrose for the IC title. Yep. Most definitely. And Barrett Corbin's not finished with Dean Ambrose yet. Both referees in the same. No, stop it. Oh, days for Ambrose and. Miz is probably going to jump on and take the pin and I'm going to rip James's t-shirt off him if he does that. Well, it could be the end of days for Dean Ambrose in this match, couldn't it? Don't, Miz. I swear to God, don't, Miz. And Corbin walks off. Miz, don't. Styles, Cena down. Miz, don't. Miz is looking on. Miz. Oh, he's waited too long now. Ambrose will kick out. Uh, come on, Miz. Get in there. Oh, and the Miz is going. Come on, son. One, two. Yeah! <laughs> And my man, The Miz, eliminates Dean Ambrose. Who's better now? The Miz is going to be the WWE champion tonight. I called it wrong, Miz. I apologise. Dean, Thanks to The Miz taking out Baron Corbin and Dean Ambrose in just a matter of minutes. We've seen it here tonight. What a performance. And now the yes chance by The Miz. Is he going to put down Cena and White with these brutal kicks down? Look at these, Bettel and Daniel Bryan's kicks, the position of them, aren't they? You know, the Miz. Shut up. Really going in this one. He's too slow and there's not enough passion in the kicks. Oh my word, talk about passion, knocking down 16-time champion and the eater of worlds and how he's speeding up. Put them both down. Double skull crushing finale, Miz. This is it. Oh! 
Oh, double big boot to Cena and Wyatt. AJ Styles is coming in now. What can Miz do to him? Well, the Miz is kicking ass and taking names. Miz has come here to chew bubble gum and kick some ass, Dan. And he's all out of bubble gum. <laughs> he's all out of gum. And now he's taking on AJ Styles. Look at these three men in the corners and the Miz dominating them all. Oh, my good! Did you ever you think you'd see this? You know the Miz is going to get his head kicked in. Oh, yes, shortly. I know this, but I'm going to drink it. Enjoy it while it lasts. Yeah. Oh, kick to Cena. Kick to Wyatt. Oh, throws Wyatt out the ring. Come on, Miz. To Styles. Oh, oh. finishes up with a trivector of kicks straight to Styles. And the Miz is still in this match. <laughs> Not for long. Oh, now, John Cena, your time is up. Your time is now. Of course, the Miz beat John Cena at WrestleMania as well, 27. Who can forget that? As the Miz goes to the top, is he going to hit a Macho Man, Randy Savage-esque move? Is he going to go top of the pod? Oh, no. Bray Wyatt's catching him. Oh, oh. skull-crushing finale to Bray on the outside. <laughs> Miz, is this this time? He's going to dive on Cena. Oh, oh, super Cena, though. Catches the Miz on the crossbody, rolls through. Throws him on his shoulder. Oh, Attitude no. adjustment. One, two, three. Oh, Fuck off, Miz. No. you got to say, Miz was impressive then. Miz was good. And John Cena, WrestleMania. Oh, but now Styles, Bray Wyatt, working on John Cena. Are they going to team up trying to eliminate the WWE champion? Take out the biggest threat. Bray Wyatt, AJ Styles would be a really good match as well. I mean, we've seen him interacting here tonight. Especially down the line as Bray now has got his knee all over Cena. Can John Cena overcome the odds one final time, Dan? Well, as I said, James, if anyone can, John Cena can. He definitely can. Like I say, 16 times become champion. You don't go down easy. And look at this unholy alliance between the two. AJ Wyatt. Bray, Bray holding Cena up. AJ gloating in front of Bray and he gets a big uppercut. Goes from Cena, but Cena rolls out the way. Oh, and is it going to be... Oh, no, I was about to say, <laughs> Cena and Styles going to team up like that soon. Nah. Got finished, yeah. Big shoulder blocks by Cena. Taking Styles down, setting him up for the you can't see me. No, oh, Bray Wyatt runs in. Cena deposits him as well. A 10-knuckle shuffle. There's the knuckles. Well, could Cena be a perfect 10 tonight, going down on Wyatt and Styles. Bang. Taking both men down. Bray was up first. Gets locked in the attitude adjustment. Oh, Cena sends him down. Oh, but Styles may be distracting John Cena from getting the pin on Bray. Oh, but Cena, Styles reverses it. Catches Cena in the Styles clash. Oh, Bang. got him. One, two. Oh. oh, Cena managing to kick out. Ah, I thought that was it then. Cena was done for. I thought it was as well. The shoulder up after the Styles clash. And now it's between Cena and Styles because Bray Wyatt on the outside, trying to recuperate. Our guy Brayson in there. Fair play. He's Come had on, a finisher off both of these guys. No, he ain't. He's had a couple of finishers, though. Well, Bray took Miz's finisher, so it's tougher, isn't he? Do you know what I mean? Like, and the Miz beat Corbin just by looking at him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know. That's how tough. I'm get a t-shirt, Miz beat Corbin, just by looking. And now Styles to the outside. Is he going to go for the phenomenal forearm? Is this over and done with? Begging Cena to get up. Cena's in big trouble. Oh, oh, no. Cena ducks it, though. Catches Styles for the AA. Oh. 
one, two. Oh. oh. Styles managing to get the shoulder up at two. Two. I can't believe Styles managed to get up there. AA out of nowhere. And Styles still in the match. Fair play to it's been it's been really exciting, hasn't it, this match? I know one okay, I know, I know, blah, blah, blah. But it's been a really good match so far, hasn't it? Yeah, it's been bloody brilliant, you know, full of surprises and excitement, you know, surprising the Miz actually made it as far as he did and managed to eliminate Dean Ambrose after Baron Corbin had completely wasted him. So, but the visuals in this match as well, the way the cameras moved around, what we've just seen with all three men basically just lying down across the chamber. The chamber's taking its victims here tonight, but we still don't know who's going to walk away with the WWE Championship chance to main event WrestleMania. Exactly, and now Cena to the top of the pod. Top of the pod to you. We've seen people do this earlier. Is this the right time? As he points at the WrestleMania sign. Big oh. cross body takes out Styles and Bray. And yeah, it was the right time. Fucking hell. These and him <laughs> and Styles both started off the match as well. I think they could go, Styles and Cena could go a lot longer as well. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, they could do an hour easy. They could, like, you know, eliminate Bray and go for another 10, 15 <laughs> yeah. minutes on their own. And Bray's in big trouble, but like you say, still hanging in, and that's the important thing about it. And Cena might have just broken Styles in half. Oh, and Cena now going to try and put Bray White away with the AA. Struggling to get the big man up. Bray managing to slide down the back, though, catching Cena with Sister Abigail. Oh! Free! Oh! And Bray Wyatt versus AJ Styles. Last two men standing. There's going to be a new champion. John Cena's been eliminated by Bray Wyatt. And that... the fans loving that. Well, that must be Bray Wyatt's biggest victory ever to get rid of John yeah. Cena. But the question is, can he close the deal now? And whoever wins that list, I don't mind Bray Wyatt or AJ Styles. But Cena gone. I thought he was going to be the last person. Well... I, I can't believe it. I thought Cena would last maybe, you know, one person longer, but he's gone. Like I say, the fans go banana. Apart from <laughs> the kids, yeah. Apart from the Cena-loving kids. But now it's Bray Wyatt. It's AJ Styles. Well, I'd love to see these final one. We're finally going to get a chance here. The main event of Elimination Chamber. Who will be the champion? Well, Styles is tough. He knows he might never get a chance at the top of the mountain again. And now Bray Wyatt just pummeling AJ Styles. This is what it's all about tonight. WrestleMania. We're on the road. If Bray wins, can I get an extra point if Orton comes ace off right at the end? AJ Styles in the corner. Oh! Not for long, though. Come running out. Drop kicking Bray Wyatt. Oh, big forearm. Taking the Eater of Worlds down. Well, Bray's had punishment, oh. but... Oh. Managing to kick out. Ah. Like you say, managed to get the shoulder up there. Bray's still in it. Styles needs to do something else to put down. Bray Wyatt. I don't think he can hit him in a Styles Clash, so it's got to be Bray yeah. Wyatt turning his world upside down. Catches Styles. Oh, my God, Sister Abigail. Oh, Styles with a backslide, though. Catching uh, Bray. <laughs> you got all on the mind. Like I say, White Lily caught Styles with a combination. Oh, for fuck's sake. He gets caught with a big lariat and gets turned inside out. Oh, oh managing to get his shoulder up at two. Two, just at the last second there. Bray can't believe it, but like I say, how tough Styles is. Bray White stalking AJ Styles now. This is the end near. Oh, he's going for a rock bottom type manoeuvre. Styles ducking the clothesline, but hitting a Pele kick on Bray, following up with a big knee. And that was huge, and can he capitalise now? Phenomenal forearm. Uh, he's not going for a pin, like I said, yeah, he's going to go outside. 
But Styles got the energy to one last big move. Styles with a springboard on the outside now. Going oh. for the fucking hell. Springboard 450. Lands it. And he's got Bray. Oh, oh. fuck me. I thought Bray was out then. Great kick out. Uh. Styles still can't put Bray Wyatt down. Looking on in disbelief. Styles now to the outside. Going to have a phenomenal forearm. Taking off his elbow pad. He means business now. He wants to hit all of this forearm. Bray Wyatt. Oh! oh gets caught. Sister, Sister Abigail. Abigail. Go for the cover. Surely. One, two, two three. three. Bray Wyatt finally does it. Breaks his duck and wins the WWE Championship here at Elimination Chamber. Wow. Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt's done it. So it is going to be Bray Wyatt, Randy Orton. Is the WWE champion, Bray Wyatt. My God, Dan, are you surprised by that? I am marginally, yeah, but it's pleasantly surprised. You know, I think he, he definitely deserves it. He's, you know, worked his way towards it for a long, long time now. And, you know, in a similar creation, you've had the Shield and every single member of them has been champion. So, yeah, you know, why not? Yeah, Bray's the first one. You only need the rest of the White families to cover that. We still, like I say, but another NXT guy come up, WWE champion. Yeah, he's he's finally done that. But have we gone now from a two-week title reign from Cena to a 49-day title reign for Bray Wyatt? Most definitely. <laughs> Do you think Randy Orton's going to get a job? So Bray Wyatt is literally only going to hold it on for 49 days. Yeah. But at least he gets his moment. What do you think of the match? Well, I thought it was a bloody good match. Brilliant chamber. Um, You know... Again, full of a lot of surprises, uh, but finishing up in a brilliant mini match between Bray and AJ Styles, you know, to end the thing. Uh, couldn't have ended on a better high, to be honest. Is it one of the best chamber matches that we've seen? Yeah, definitely. I think it is right up there. I, I really do. I think I'd say great. You know, you had a few good high spots. One very early on, when as soon as Dean Ambrose come into the chamber. Another one involving Dean Ambrose with the sunset flip and the superplex. Couple of jumps off the top rope, yeah. Bang yeah. on. And it also tells the story as well when Corbin, like, you know, in the days, three people could capitalize, get the pin, but it was eliminated by, you know, Dean Ambrose the way. That's going to continue as well. John Cena get eliminated by Bray. So Bray beat the WWE champion, plus he beat AJ Styles as well, you know. So that is. Beat the last three champions. Yes, yeah, so exactly. So he's holding up the title as the Fireflies go off and he looks at WrestleMania sign. Uh, what was the best match of the card then, Dan? Well, Bray Wyatt's there and Randy Orton's come to the entranceway. Dan, what are you making of that? Orton's gonna kill him. Well, that's it for uh, the Elimination Chamber card. <laughs> Orton's gonna kill Bray. We'll see what happens at WrestleMania. Uh, what do you think of Elimination Chamber? What was the match of the night? The card overall, yeah, it was bloody good. Credit to the three women's matches. All three of them... You know, definitely worthy of their place on the match card. Tag team turmoil match. Very, very predictable. I think that was one of the most predictable matches of the night. Uh, Apollo Crews and Kalisto, again, you know, wasn't really the greatest of two-on-one matches. Didn't really make any sense whatsoever. Still relatively good, though. You know, Ziggler coming out, attacking Kalisto early on, taking him out of the game, focusing on Crews. Randy Orton versus Luke Harper was only going to go one way. And yeah, Randy Orton done really well. 
Luke Harper, yeah, he's all right. What Overall rating of the card, then? I'll give it an eight and a half out of ten. Fucking hell, that's a good rating for that, isn't it? Um, I'm going to give it seven and a half, only because Chamber Match was good, but everything else, I don't know, it just felt a bit, I don't know, a lot predictable. Stuff, Naomi was a nice moment, but nothing really stood out. Like you say, Nikki and Natalia was a good match, but Tag Team Turmoil was okay, wasn't it? You know, and... And then the handicap match is a bit off-putting. But the, the main event itself, I would just watch the main event. I know Randy Orton Harper and whatnot, but I think the chamber match itself was kind of the, the main event for the show. And if I was going to watch it in future, it'd probably just be this match, if you know what the I mean. chamber match. Do you reckon this is this is up there with the top Yeah, it's a, it's a great chamber match. That's why it's my, my match of the... Uh, match of the night. And I think it's an early contender for match of the year as well because of what they did in it. And to see the six stars as good as they were at this point in time and it's great for Bray Wyatt like I said to get a chance it's good for Naomi I want to see what they do with the tag team division as well but yeah like I say it's good but hopefully as we get towards Mania as well you know what I mean we, we gear up a little bit and then we can really enjoy it so after Elimination Chamber they had the talking smack which they always do and Renee Young and Daniel Bryan they talked about uh, the show that we just had and Bryan teased a championship match on Tuesday but he decided not to reveal all of his plans um, so we're still not guaranteed what we see at WrestleMania. So is Brian saying maybe we could change, maybe not? Would you want it to change? Uh, uh, I, well, I don't know. I think at the moment it's set in stone, but you've got to have a bit of unpredictability, haven't you, towards the card. You can't just say this is what it's going to be, especially when uh, Fastlane's two weeks away from Raw, so that's still up in the air. But what was next on Talk Us Back? Um, well, Alexa Bliss and Mickey James joined the show. Bliss saying that this is just a hiccup in her career and will come back better than ever. Bliss blames her loss on a no-good, very bad day she's had in the area. Mickey is in just as good a mood. Mickey says that she doesn't make excuses and went too lightly on Becky Lynch. Bliss says she feels Naomi still isn't the champ. So basically she offered, she's saying that you know she wants her rematch as soon as possible and tells Brian to make it as soon as possible. Brian says, look, come back to Naomi when you're in better shape and then you're in a better mood and you know, you've had a better yeah. day. James puts over the opportunities WWE has given women and she feels like she's getting the short end of the stick. Mickey said, the younger generation is selfish and her generation doesn't get the credit it deserves. When asked about future plans, Bliss says she'll regain the title and prevent Naomi from going into her hometown as champ. That's fair, fair enough, isn't it? And Mickey James is really, really good on the microphone at the moment and what she's saying resonates well so I, I think it's a really good job what they're doing with the women's division. It's all connected, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, certainly intertwining itself all together. They, so they talk about the Randy Orton-Luke Harper match and Brian puts over the uh, the match and said it's the best version of Orton that he's seen. Quite a thing to say about that. And he makes an uh, early pick of Orton to beat Bray Wyatt at WrestleMania if it was to happen on this very night. So Brian's picking him... Um, as we go along. And again, moving on to Ziggler versus Cruz, Kalisto, Maxwell, Bryan said he doesn't condone Ziggler's action, actions. His main concern is Apollo's Cruz health. Tag champs, American Alpha join the show. Bryan dubs them the king of tag team turmoil matches. They give Usos, they give the Usos flax for being sore losers. And Bryan puts over the Ascension with their win last week and look good this week in a losing effort. They call the Ascension the most physical tag team on the roster. <laughs> And they say that they accept the pressure is on them and they like having targets on their back. When asked about a dream scenario, 
he dreams of a day where where a tag team match WrestleMania. Well, there is a possibility there, you know. We know how good the teams have been in the past and what they could maybe do in the future. And Brian then talks about the Nikki Bella and Talia match. Brian says that he tries to separate himself from being Nikki's brother-in-law. And he says he can't because nepotism is, is rife in wrestling. He didn't really say that. He says that although these attacks might be great for the fans, it isn't always great for the competitors. Brian calls Natalia a completely different person than she was when he met her years ago. And even six months ago. Brian's doing his best to just find a mean girl type storyline. And Brian says that ultimately have to protect their superstars. And speaking of women, and lastly, Dan. New SmackDown Live Women's Champion Naomi joins the show. And aptly, she says she feels amazing. She says this is a huge step coming back from her match being cut from the show at WrestleMania 29. She said the WWE Universe's reaction made her feel great and she felt it in her core. Brian teases that we have seven weeks until Mania, but Naomi welcomes the rematch and says she'll cure any of Alexa's ills that she spoke of earlier in order to get the rematch. Daniel says Naomi needs to be prepared to dance all the way down the Mania ramp. Naomi thanks the fans for the support and Renee bids us adieu for the evening. Yeah, so not a bad little talking smack. None of the real main players on it. I mean, obviously not going to have Bray Wyatt talking about what the WWE title means to him after. So. I mean, it's for my dad. <laughs> yeah, it's the that, IRS, yeah. my brother, Bo Dallas. Uh, and especially, you know, Randy Orton's not going to be on there as well, especially the way he is. So, But it was good. Talk smack's always good to It's post-show, isn't it? And you, you see what's going on. Of course, we'll move on now. Road to WrestleMania was SmackDown and what happens. And I should say, at the end of that, we both got Bray Wyatt right. So we both end on six points for the night. So six out of eight. So not a bad return for that, Dan. Both get a pay-per-view point. So we go to two chamber rumble and fast lane in just two weeks' time, which will be something to look forward to. Of course, we'll be looking at fast lane in three weeks' time because the next cut of podcast that we've got for you, we've got the Monday Night Wars Go Extreme, episode 90. Then, of course, our WWE Network roundup we have as well. But anything else about the Elimination Chamber on this very night, Dan? No. But that is it for episode 89. Don't forget you can follow us numerous ways. We're on Twitter, at WWE Network Review, or... At Vince McDan, WWE. I'm at J underscore Rollins. We're on Facebook. You can come and find our page on the WWE Network Review, or you can come and find me and add me as a friend. I am Vince McDan. Across all the Google platforms, we're on Google Plus, the WWE Network Review, the WNR Podcast at gmail.com, and of course YouTube as well. There's numerous ways you can listen to us. We're on SoundCloud. We're on your phone. We're on Stitcher Radio. And we're on iTunes. You can rate, review, download, subscribe there. But I have been James Rowlands. And as always, I was joined by... Dan White. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll catch you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.